10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2... Oh! 
in the list and hello everyone and welcome to the tally ho share with me andy and myself james yes thank you all so much for coming by and listening in to episode three we're still going james how, how is this happening i don't know i don't know how we've been taking off yet but let's keep the ball rolling we need to keep this going from now on Yes, we'll, we'll keep going until like we get kicked off or um, just something else happens. <laughs> but yes. even in hell, I'll still be on this show. Yes, pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> but yes, thank you, <laughs> thank you all of you for coming by and tuning into the show. And we're not alone. We're not alone. Nope. We've got a guest. <gasps> in case you see on uh, on the stream, but if you're listening to this on the podcast via SoundCloud, welcome as well. Hopefully, you're having a very good day, whatever day you're listening to this. We have the one and only Kevin Eva from Last Minute Continue on the stream. Hello. Woo! You are not alone. Etc. Hi. Hi. That was a beautiful, <laughs> beautiful singing there, sir. <laughs> yeah. We, we won't go any further than that. Anyway, yes, hello. Nice to be here. Maybe, maybe that's why we should introduce all our shows, Andy, is by singing. <laughs> the guest has to sing, like, one, like, bit from a very popular song. <laughs> say boom, boom, boom. Let me say whale. Whale. Hey-ho. <laughs> let, let me hear you say tally-ho. Tally-ho. Yes. There ah, we go. We got, got it. We have it. <laughs> We have a new theme song, Andy. Perfect. I, I will get that made right away. <laughs> uh, how are you, Mr. Kev? How are you today? All good? Uh, yeah, all good. Just quickly casting an eye over X Split for Later and work to make sure it hasn't exploded. But other than that, it was all good. Good. Awesome stuff. So yeah, as I say, we're going to be having Kevin uh, from Last Minute Continue On. We're going to be uh, we're going to talk to him a little bit about himself and also about LMC uh, as well. We'll then get straight on to doing some topics. We also have the Throne of Games and we have some very good music to play for you as well. Before we begin, we're just going to have a quick little rundown in the chat room to see who is talking right now. So hello to uh, Edge, uh, who is breaking everything in my apartment again. Surprise, surprise. J10. Uh, we have Electric Boogaloo. Uh, Iron Mr. Venato. We have Evil Hill Gaming, we have the random genius, Mr. Ian. Hello to you, sir. Hope you're well. And uh, we also have uh, Pukachu, who says, Andy, is it snowing on your side of the pond? It just started up here. We got a foot over last night. Yeah, it snowed. It snowed last night in Vancouver. I I, I, ju I just want the summer now. <laughs> I just you can, want summer. You're Canadian. You must, be, you must be used to the snow by now, though. Surely. I'm a, I'm a West Coast Canadian. We, we don't get used to this. If I was in, like... Andy, you've had snow when we were in, you were in the UK. It was like every February there'd be snow. You must be used to it. Well, no, but, but, this, but he was from Gosport. We got a good slush. That was uh, about South Coast. True. South Coast boys. <laughs> the seagulls cast it all the way overnight, yes. Must have done, yeah. Pretty much, pretty much. So, yes. So, yeah, that that's different. Yeah, with the snow here, like pretty much just shuts down everything. If I was like Eastern Canada, then yeah, it'll be normal. I'll be like, oh, it's just a normal day. It's all fine. <laughs> so crazy, <laughs> crazy stuff. Anyway, yeah, so as I say, we're going to be doing some topics, going to be talking about fun of games. And, uh, but before we do that though, before we do that though, we're going to talk a little bit about Mr. Kev. So Kevin. Oh, must we? I mean, right, so can we not talk about you guys instead? We, we, we were... covered that during the first two episodes. Your yeah. turn now. Oh, yep. Damn. Yep, your turn. Sorry, sir. So, tell us a little bit about yourself and tell us a little bit about Last Minute Continue and how that came up. Okay, well, um, Last Minute Continue came about as a result of a, a very long time Sonic fan site. 
called Sonic Rex, which for a time was uh, the like third biggest website in the world to do Sonic. And there's a sprite gimmick on there and uh, had a media depository that everyone liked, um, including Sega, bizarrely enough. And because and there came a very random point where they sort of gave up looking for their own stuff and started using the, the shadow depository on Sonic Rex as the main source to finding all their old media. <laughs> um, uh, and that, that goes for all branches of Sega as well. Kind of weird. So now it's gone, they're probably also strong. Anyway, uh, so about 2012, I kind of folded up Sonic Rex and reconstituted uh, it into Last Minute Continue, which was going to be um, a new freelance gaming site. Uh, and I was, I was going to be doing stuff uh, under that name for a uh, travel and leisure magazine, actually. Oh, uh, which I which I haven't I don't talk about too much. Um, which was this? It's like a it's like a footballer was starting up actually. Um, not a particularly well known one, but uh, he he was Premier League as I recall, or at one stage or another, or Championship or something. He was rich enough to have. <laughs> to have this, to have this magazine for this lifestyle thing and loyalty, whatever, and I was going to write for the website. That was that was the whole the whole king bill. So I did all my stuff, and then I never heard from them again. So on that basis, I sort of I took it all up and then repackaged it. And now, last minute, can, uh, is more of a well, it's it's, it's gaming humor, it's off the wall stuff, it's absolute nonsense. Absolute nonsense, with without fail. Uh, but it's mostly a gaming. It's mostly a website platform where I get to show off um, like the YouTube videos and stuff, things that do. Um, and it's it's a it's also a platform for my friends, and that does include Standy, um, who is who is known to collaborate occasionally. He is a well known collaborator by the government. Yes. Um, that's very secret, um, so, though, Kerry. So, I think that's, that's a good collaboration, though. Good collaborator is going to be put up against the wall. Um, yeah, so there's... Yeah, that, that's it, really. Um, in terms of what uh, I do professionally, um, ironically, Sonic Rex was one of the keys to me having a career, uh, as, as, far as, it, as far as it goes. I... Uh, back in the day, back in the day when um, such a thing as a DS existed, uh, Sega launched a. Andy's also known as Fleek the Bards. Yes, but um, only, only, only when he's not listening. <laughs> uh, so th- there came a time. Obviously, I'm doing this Sonic fan site. Sega sort of tentatively reaching out to people because they didn't have a clue what the hell was going on or how to do it. There's this entire very angry fan base out there that everyone, because it was about 2000, uh, sort of about 2006, 2007 time. And they just had Sonic 06. Uh, that's Sonic 06 now, apparently. Um, and, uh, the fan base was um, on fire. <laughs> Basically, it was he was burning, it was burning down around. Them. Uh, and then they had this game, which uh, turned out to be uh, Sonic. Would have been Sonic 
Toothbrush Adventure. And they very cleverly um, managed to leak uh, Marine the Raccoon. Well, say the Sega group well before time. And the... <laughs> and they desperately wanted it to be taken down. And actually the person who spotted it and responsible for posting this leak was Lewis Clark. Oh, also uh, known as Sonic Yoda, Sonic Yoda, also known from the then Sonic Yoda website, which is now Sega driven. And the then community manager, Robbie Broad, uh, who's part of a number of community managers that they had at Sega at the time, this very fledgling uh, community management team. Uh, he was like, oh shit, we need to get this going away. This needs to go, really needs to go. Um, help, help, please. <laughs> <laughs> and he was talking at the time with myself and Sven Jocelyn, also known as Drenlax of the Sonic Stadium. And I said, I'd met Lewis and I was in contact with Lewis. I said, I'll speak to Lewis on your behalf and see if we can get that taken down. Because miraculously, no one else had seen this. And it was about two months before it was supposed to be announced that we had done that. Um, and I based X as a go-between, and I, I got the thing taken down in exchange for a very nice exclusive interview at some point with Sega Driven Sonic Yoda. Uh, and through that, a chain of events happened. I ended, was, ended up being taken on as their, ex, their pet expert, for want of a better phrase, uh, because nobody at, at Sega Europe really knew much about the Sonic brand. So they hired somebody from the fan base, which has never happened again, apparently. It's um, <laughs> never happened again at all. Um, and yeah, it was just a case of I sort of worked through there. I worked on the brand they had, which was uh, known as Sonic, uh, Sonic City, which replaced Sonic Central, which was the American one. Um, and after working on that for a long time, I went away because um, I'd finished and no one else had. So then six months later, they called back and said, Hi, do you want to finish off this time that uh, we, we got you in for? And oh, by the way, would you like a job? Proper job. So I ended up then working on Sonic mostly, but a number of other things for Sega Europe. And I did that for four years. And a number of other things in that time, including helping start up the Summer of Sonic uh, event. Big online convention, well, not the online version, but the uh, offline, the real life convention. The, the IRL convention. <laughs> the IRL convention. The two time world record, Guinness World Record holding. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> convention, which they still haven't given us the second certificate for yet. But really? I thought I'm they not hold- I'm not holding that against them. Was that for um, 2016, was it? The last convention? Yeah, the 2016 had us down as longest running. Thing, which 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 I conversed with uh, Sven and Adam Tuff about, and we were all in agreement. That's another record. That's the one we were there for before. So we are officially a two-time Guinness World Record holding event. Um, but yeah, so I, I went on from there from Sega uh, it, after generations, and if you didn't like the. Set up for generations. That's kind of level set up for generations. That's it's actually it's my fault and your fault. <laughs> um, 
Because wow. Sonic, that, well, no, this is true. This is true. Because Sonic Generations was going to be a whole bunch of other levels that 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 was going to be chosen by um, by people internal to Sega, and most of the people internal to Sega knew Green Hill Zone, and that was it. That was the only Sonic that they knew. It was like, oh, it's they're, yeah, they're like they work for the company, nothing about it, and they were going to be surveying the, <laughs> the staff about what the hell. Um, about you know the history of so pick your favorite levels. And like half these people, are, what's what's the Sonic heroes? And I was like, oh, <laughs> so um, I said that it should be the fans that that did this, and I sort of went via the Sonic the European Sonic management team, of which I was technically a part, um, and I went to Izuka via them and said this should be the, the the fans doing this, and Izuka went, I agree. Which I went, wow, really? Because <laughs> I, I was used to like, I was, I was used to like three and a half years of being. How dare you be a fan of the? F- so, um, and yeah, and we surreptitiously polled the fans in just a general manner, and then they didn't, they don't remember the Hermit Crabs from Sonic Heroes. They didn't remember Sonic Heroes at all. Random genius. Like, they didn't know what it was. The famous Hermit Crabs. Everyone knows that. <laughs> Don't yeah, you get together every so often. <laughs> we, we, I, uh, tr- trust me, I had heard great things about their detective services, and it turns out they were all wrong. So, <laughs> yeah, that Pretty so yeah, so then it ended up with the fans picked the levels for Sonic uh, Generations, and Sonic Team basically threw out like 87 90% of their of their plan. I mean, the, the two the two things that sort of realistically made it through were Green Hill Zone, funnily enough. Ironically, um, yeah. And and the, the DLC the DLC pinball? Oh yes. The reason you got the DLC pinball was because Sonic Team really loved pinball and they were doing pin they were going to be doing pinball as well the main levels. They'd already started on it. So <laughs> <laughs> so, so you had that. You had to see a night where it was uh, pinball. That was the only reason why you had that. There you go. There's an explanation. Um, after so after after that, it all went a bit weird with Sega um, for a number of reasons, uh, mostly political. Yay! Uh, and I decided to move on. I ended up so I've ended up then working for Square Enix, where I worked on a. Uh, Another DS game, actually, uh, or was it a 3DS game? I forget. Uh, called Heroes of Ruin, which was a like an MMORPG, but very, like a, we called it like a minuscule online role-playing game because it was like four-player, live drop-in, drop-out, but using I would have been a 3DS um, at that time, so uh, so fancy RPG, uh, and did, and did some other stuff. I ended up working on what was initially ended up becoming Sleeping Dogs actually when Square acquired what uh, was the last true crime game that got axed uh, so I worked on that I worked on what um, I worked on day one through to about 25 uh, of what ended up being Just Cause Free oh. just really fun just being in like the first meeting of any first meeting at all about a game which was, which was quite funny. And they were like, so what should, so what should we do? And they were 
Let's get a plan together, I guess. And then I went to Belgium and I did some stuff there. And there's a community manager all over the place. Uh, Heroes of Ruin, I've heard that it's good. So there. Um, it's all right. <laughs> it, it's all right considering where it was and the fact that they axed six months off of it and halved the budget. And oh, well. It was great. There you go. It's, it's, under the, but I, I wrote so much content for them. I mean, like, I. Um, it was such a. It was, it was kind of a disaster because they got me. They, they needed the community manager because their community manager had left. He'd gone to E3. They just as this game has got no, you know, heritage or whatever. It's not attached to anything else. It's brand new. They're trying all these new things, and the guy went to E three, and then they never saw him again. So they ended up. They needed somebody to like. Oh. Can you craft this, please? I said, sure, sure. Um, I can do that. But uh, but they had this fantasy world, and I, my face was just oh great because like kid in the candy store or something. I can write about all this stuff, all these characters and all these backgrounds and stuff. And it's like, so the first boss you come across is, is like this skeletal captain. And it's called, called I don't remember his name. I can't remember his name now, but it was some, some skeletal captain. Like, he's saying, who is he? What's his backstory? Oh, no, he's just, just, just an enemy. Like, That's this, it. Is, this is a fantasy <laughs> game about storyline and stuff. Like, okay, so what's the, there's a Leviathan. There's this massive boss character. Okay, what's that there for? Oh, it's just a Leviathan. What do you mean it's just a Leviathan? <laughs> Someone just, just popped up and just go, hi! Yeah. It's like, have you like have you no backstory or game lore about this at all? And then went, come up with some later. I was like, what? <laughs> 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 oh, so bit of them there, I ended up going over to Belgium for a year and a half uh, to work on uh, effectively, among other things, Facebook games for Konami. Um, for so Pro Evolution Soccer's Facebook game, um, which when it closed, it closed very quickly, and Konami people weren't allowed to work on it anymore. I ended up actually um, running the entire thing for the part for the last um, month and a half, which was which was interesting because it was like, can you please get this game in a position where um, people won't hate us? By the by, by the way, we can't do anything else for you anymore. Bye. There you go. Like, thanks, please, thanks, Konami. Please, please keep this running. By the way, we've taken all your resources. No, that, that was that was literally that was literally it. That was literally it. But uh, I, luckily enough, I had a sort of a, a kill list. Um, that was not meaning I'm going out and like <laughs> like do away with all the production. Just uh, get. But I had I had like a unfortunate accident. Yes, suffered. Yes. <laughs> Yes, not be- I guess all the Konami people must be. I'm not being. Pe- I'm not being paid by any Konami person at all. Do you, you know when, when you when you said that you you cut out as soon as you said all Konami people must be. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. That, that was that all was... Konami people must be. In such. Ah, it's such a People in the chat, here's a little game for you. Add yes. that. Add, add the blank. Konami yes. people must be blank. We'll, uh, we'll read out the best ones later on in the we're, we're, well, we're playing Quiplash already. Yeah, we're playing Quiplash. There you go, Kev. Excellent. Put that in. <laughs> all, Konami, all Konami employees must submit readily to blank. Yes. <laughs> uh, but... So, P.S. Also, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, the Yu-Gi-Oh! mobile game. And you are talking to one of the few people uh, who, were, who was actually... 
uh, voiced or been the character of Atem. Really? Uh, officially. I'll be damned. I did not know that. The, there was, uh, because that, because it was called uh, Yu Gi Oh! Bam. And there was I think, this character called um, Grand Bam who was like the, the sort of admin of admins, as it mm. were. Uh, but secretly, canonically, uh, <laughs> uh, throughout all the various uh, things, Grand Bam was actually um, the Pharaoh, and everything was everything was done in style of Pharaoh. Oh, so, okay. So, like, yeah. I, I, all the Facebook messages suddenly had this all about playing children's card games and lots of the uh, Gideo Bridge stuff being thrown in there for fun. Of course. <laughs> Of That's course. how you solve every single problem in that yes. show. With a children's game. With a children's card game. But yes, I was in the Facebook group and in the Facebook page and giving various answers as the Pharaoh. And nobody knew until the end of the game. And it was like, oh crap, really? Oh no. Uh, so that, I also worked on... Uh, oh god, other things I've worked on. About like a hundred games or something stupid. Um, also, Phoenix Phoenix right when it came to mobile. Really? Yes. Uh, I did, I did, Thank I did, you so I did, much you for did, that. You did Phoenix right? What? Uh, Phoenix right on mobile when it went when it went there. Um, I was the I was the help desk for that <laughs> 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 for, for about six months. I was I was the help desk for like everybody English speaking on Phoenix right. Um, which was which was amusing. Which uh, which Phoenix Wright was that that you did? Or was it, it, was, all... it was it was it was it was the trilogy. Mo- the trilogy one. Whatever the mobile one was, I forget. But it's... Right, there's, right, there's the trilogy. There's the investigation, mm. Spirit of Justice, and the. Yeah. Um, uh, the it was the, if it was based on time, if it was the it was the first mobile. Trilogy. Yeah, no, because I, I no, yeah, because I had to give answers relating to all three of the first games. So yeah. I remember that. But that, that was fun. Managed, I managed to complete them straight. I was so happy when they got down to the island. I loved playing them on the DS, but I never got a chance to bring them on. So thank you so much for that. You've basically uh, made me waste five, at least a couple of hours of my life. And I thank you. That's okay. That's okay. It, 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 is, it is quite amusing, because there was... There was just, you get all these sort of things, you get this massive... <laughs> like QA Bible. Like, it's like if they ask you about X, um, it means they need to do this. If they ask you about Y, it's broken and we can't fix it. Make something up. Um, <laughs> like, what is the best answer for that, though? You must. For oh, I could have so much fun with this. You see, maybe a monkey. Oh, I, I, I'd, given, I'd given a number of. I, I was asked a number of things about um, about ladders, and step ladders. Uh, yeah, I'm over that one. And, and things that, uh, that they got appropriate answers for. Let's just say that. Wow. Okay. After all that, um, I, I, and to date, I am now working on VR Focus, which is the, uh, it's the UK's and one of the biggest um, specialist uh, immersive technology uh, specialist websites in the world so we talk about virtual reality and augmented reality and mixed reality and other things reality and I'm not community manager of that um, but I used to be I'm now digital content manager which basically means uh, I'm the glue that keeps together 
and I clean up everyone else's mess. I'm basically an online janitor. Oh, the better Surely, friends. so does that mean they get clean up in... Clean up in aisle five? Uh, clean, clean, clean up, clean up on Article Two. <laughs> you know, I, I make people sound very smart when they need to. Not that these people, those people aren't smart at all, because they're actually very intelligent people. And, uh, we do a, do a lot of in-depth stuff. I recommend going there every day, <laughs> especially today. <laughs> I've, got, I've got to keep an eye on it. So, but yeah, so but it, it covers all um, avenues of virtual reality, not just video games, although that is covered, obviously, but also its use in the things like the health industry and education, design, architecture, and um, other creative mediums like art and, and history. Um, when I talk about art, also, um, it's like all spheres of arts in terms of television and movies and film, and stage, um, uh, short documentaries, and, and, uh, sculpture, and painting. It's it's ev- absolutely everything. And and also uh, KFC training promo scary game. Oh God, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I remember reading that they article on VR Focus. That. By the way, guys, uh, I have posted VR Focus in the chat, so go check it out. Go check it. It's yeah. Website has uh, also also go check out that that KFC because I think I, I I wrote that article, didn't I? I don't yeah. I don't write that many, mainly because. Um, it's technically not my job to do so. <laughs> um, yes, KFC have created a new VR escape room for employees, and we're now absolutely terrified. Yes, it's very, it's very, it's very like, oh, it looks happy and jolly, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, wait a minute, never mind. Uh, is it gonna, is it gonna, um, is it gonna delete the thing if I post a link? Uh, nope, nope. <laughs> we'll be all fine. Yeah, we'll, we'll go. Okay, there we go. Go and see that. It's absolutely her- terrifying. Oh, um, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, I've literally, just clicked on there, opened it up, and what I get to see is Colonel Sanders looking at me, probably with yes. his eyes going, Why aren't you a KFC? Why aren't you buying my chicken? Mm, what must cur- I do? It's finger it's- looking good. <laughs> it's, it's the Colonel here. It's the colonel here. It's the colonel here. The colonel is everywhere. <laughs> How the hell have we made Colonel Sanders sound like an absolute villain? Oh, they, they kind of do in that. <laughs> they really they kind of do. It's creepy as hell. This <laughs> is like, what on earth are they doing? This, is, this must be what chickens have nightmares about. Every single day. <laughs> a man with a white beard and a, and a freaking white coat. <laughs> and also a phone. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that'll be mine. No, no, that's not actually my phone. That's a uh, well. it's, it's the colonel here. I hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hear you've been talking about me. I'm like, oh god. <laughs> the colonel. Yes, I do see what I, I do see all. And the chickens do have nightmares against me. Yes. It's like, sorry, colonel. I didn't mean to screw you. No, I love your popcorn chicken. It's great. I'm, I'm the part of the Colonel's Club. I'm part of the Colonel's Club. <laughs> Is that a fact? <laughs> but yeah, that, that, that sums up me. 
not the not the KFC and the evil Colonel thing. That brings me up to date anyway in terms of in terms of what I do. Um, and I've been VR focused now since 2014, end of so roughly. So it's been a long time. The long, I'm the second longest serving person. Oh wow, been a while. Oh, that's awesome stuff. So yeah, guys, as I say, be sure to check out <sighs> VR Focus. And also, um, be sure to check out Last Minute Continue as well. Check out the website. Uh, we'll try and grab a link to that when we have our music break. Uh, be sure to check it out. Go on their YouTube channel, Twitch page, Facebook, Twitter. Just check out mm. all their content. Lots of fun. Lots of fun. Lots of fun and games. Stuff if you like long plays and uh, general nonsense stuff for a, for a break or a lunchtime in the background. If you enjoy general nonsense stuff, do you even know what this show's about? <laughs> <laughs> there's, all, there's also a wrestling-based uh, discussion show uh, with myself and two of the guys, and there's also... Uh, Skyblaze does also work there. She does indeed. She's she's wonderful. Uh, and not, not last minute continue, she makes me feel thing. But uh, there's, there's that, and there's also uh, Uncut is a sort of analysis show. We used to do like uh, commentaries for the Sonic Boom series on the Sonic show and now it's on Cutting Crew on LMC. On LMC. Mm. Stuff. Awesome stuff. But yeah guys as I say be sure to check that out. Uh, as I say last week continue. Thank you very much for uh, telling us quite a bit about yourself Kev. That was really awesome. Very very insightful no, knowing that you've okay. worked on many things. That is awesome. Indeed. Um, we will, we'll come back to LMC later but present for Mr. Andy. Yes, yeah. Also, yeah, so, um, Kevin LMC is going to be doing a live stream as well. Uh, for anyone listening in live right now, going to be doing a live stream later today. So be sure to check that out. Be all the Ooh. hype. Be all the hype. No, no, but there's a special present just for you. What? For me? Or for yes. <laughs> but you'll have to find out what that is. Well, James But <laughs> you'll find that out after the music. Okay, sounds good. Um, what we'll do is we'll jump straight into the topic. Um, we'll probably uh, we'll go for that, and then we'll have a music break. Um, so, shall we just go on? Shall we just get on and do this? Let's rock. Yeah, get on. Do this. I, talk, I talk far too long. Let's get on a bit. No, no way. So, first topic is going to be sports games throughout the years. So you know we you know we have our like major sports. You got football slash soccer for people living in North America. You got ice hockey. It's football. Yes, that is true. It is football, even though people say it's soccer. It's like no, it's football. Get it right. We created it. We call it. We call it football. It's football. Indeed. So you got that. You got ice hockey. You got American football. You've got cricket. You've got rugby. You've got uh, lacrosse. You've got racing games. All that stuff. You know, racing sports. Formula One, NASCAR, and seeing them being transferred onto a console to be able to play like your own fantasy, so to say. So like me for example playing fifa and uh getting portsmouth to win the premier league it's a dream it probably won't bloody happen but i would love to see it happen um but seeing it on your video on a game is is great so yeah just talk about like sports video games throughout the years like what's your like what are your great memories playing sports games and what's your favorite sports uh genre like game in general and uh yeah, just let's just talk about sports in in video games. So um, I'm gonna pass the floor over to Mr. James. Um, what's your fondest memories on uh, playing sports on video games? Uh, probably it was on the computer. I used to play uh, the FIFA World Cup 
2002, and I just remember because uh, uh, on the football, not soccer, but um, it was I loved it because it was a great game. I got myself used to it, and it had a fantastic soundtrack, which I loved the most. And more importantly, as well, you could hack every single person and make the referee go blind, so you could basically injure the. Ent- I managed to injure the entire. Uh, opposition side and the referee only gave one of my players a yellow card I was so happy with that really <laughs> to this day though I don't know how I still lost you still lost I still lost I don't know how that happened round of applause for James <laughs> for injuring every single player in the opposite team and still losing that's brilliant <laughs> that's, uh, yeah. that is right there I don't even know how that happened but uh, I, uh, especially when we go on board, uh, when we go on board for my work now, a lot of people are playing quite a lot, and I'm just really happy they brought out the um, the single player campaign now. So it's not just having to play the football like as a team, basically trying to join the competitions. You now got a little story mode, which I think is probably, I think it's probably made it a lot better now because you're not always doing the multiplayer stuff. You can actually sort of make your own character. I'd say that. Make your character do their own path, do whatever team you want to join, and basically, act, like you said, Andy, act out your own fantasies. I'm becoming like a sporting legend. So Pretty much, yeah. It's just like, I know I can't do this professionally in my real life, so I'll just do it in my virtual life because, you know, it's great. <laughs> Nothing can stop me virtually. It's like, no, it's like, look, I'm overtaking Cristiano Ronaldo. There, that's my life made. <laughs> I'm running backwards past Cristiano Ronaldo, flipping them Oh god, virtual virtual sports, like virtual FIFA. <laughs> and then flipping, you could be able to flip off like Cristiano Ronaldo, that'd be great. <laughs> well, well. You say that. Well, oh, Kevin's popped up. Well, well, you said that, but maybe not flipping off Cristiano Ronaldo, but just oh, the other, like just that, you that you've lost me. Um, you said about Chris, virtual sports, yeah? Yeah. Um, just the other day, uh, Cherry Pop Games, who are the people behind Sports Bar VR, the crazy VR game where you can just basically do anything you like in a bar representation. Oh, yes, I know that. Yeah. Those guys uh, are making a football-based game called VRFC, Virtual Reality Football Club which will be an online game um, where you can properly play football. No way. Yeah, eight work. players. Eight players. Well, they've got, they've got some funky new tracking stuff, um, but they're actually doing that. The dangerous well. Yes! <laughs> well! <laughs> well, it's an interruption. And, yeah, it's called, it's, it's called VRFC. It's only just been announced. Um, but eight players online connectivity so worldwide it's got a worldwide launch of end of this month for PC and PlayStation 4 so PlayStation VR HTC Vive and Oculus Rift and Patriotty F Club no just no football club (laughs) that's that's a a different game entirely (laughs) (laughs) Which we won't go into. That's a different game entirely. And that's, that's what. And if that's, that's a, just a well that's what I enjoyed. That's boy, what I just enjoyed passively. Yeah, but uh, but it's funny because it was literally announced 
it. It's funny you saying that. And it's, it's, it's properly, proper games of football. Does that mean you can actually create... Oh, and we're going to... Sorry about that. So... Does that mean you can actually create your own team for that, like, eight people well, side? Well, it's equivalent of, like, being on three on three, four on fours, but it's... I mean, it's, it's, it's nobody licensed, obviously, because the... Um, somebody who is... I don't know if, as I've mentioned, worked on football games. Licensing is an absolute pain in the backside to <laughs> deal with, especially with FIFA having most licenses. Um, but there's most definitely you can put together a team of your mates, and I think they're going to start thinking. I think they're thinking about uh, doing so like uh, esports online stuff. So I think oh. we might have to have a tally ho football club here. <laughs> well, well, we'll see how it goes, and if it gets very popular and we have enough money to get VR headsets, then yes, totally. I, I think we should. Uh, I'll, I'll be definitely yeah. giving that a go. That's for the sure. cost is coming uh, down all the time. It is. Yeah. It is. Every year it goes down a little bit, so that's always that's always happy. Always good. Always good. And Vic Stroh's just jumped into the chat. Hello to you, sir. He says virtual tennis. Oh, I remember that. I remember some good old virtual tennis. I remember playing that as well. It's on the um. I've got had that on my app on my, on my phone at one point. I remember playing it on the arcade and also um, on the Dreamcast. It actually played pretty okay on the Dreamcast, like the originals. But mm. you've got to love it on the uh, on the old arcade. Kevin, what has been your fondest uh, sporting game memory? Oh, I mean, we can't have a discussion like this without mentioning. Uh, well, early champ manager and then football manager. Oh yes. Which obviously you said. Um Championship Manager ninety three was the one I had. Um I had many a interesting uh, evening um building up a Manchester United side which had nothing to do with anything to do with Manchester United really. Um and watching is well I, I, I hesitate to say this in front of a Portsmouth fan. Um but having Matt Letizier as my star striker, just oh, God damn. destroying, <laughs> let God destroying Europe with, with his skill, uh, like un, wonderful seasons of, of that. Uh, also, also going backwards uh, into other things, other football games like um, uh, Dino Dini's kickoff. The original kickoff games were, were great. Uh, which I played those on the Atari ST, and also played on the Atari ST. Um, like Nigel Mansell's Formula One racing, oh, that's, which that's was you had a fantastic right? choice of one car you could be, <laughs> <laughs> and it was and it was here's your like, car. That's that's just it. And it was the, the one viewpoint of like the interior of, of the car, but. You could you could become so good at you could just drive the entire race flat out. Um, but but the thing that always sticks in my memory about that back in the day, kids, uh, you know DRM. We didn't have DRM back in the day. Yes, we didn't have DRM back in the day because we had other things like codes you had to put in. It's like, have you got the game manual? I hope so, because please put in the word, which is the fourth word in on page five. Oh, uh, I remember that because you, you had to do that for. I've had that to, to, 
that for a couple of DOS games, like um, yeah. Yeah. Um, Aladdin and Indiana Jones. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. You need you need thing, things like that. The um, Nigel Mansell sticks in my memory because it had this like pinwheel thing, where it had a number of like cut out holes in it, and you sort of move the wheel around. And you had like there was a, a racing driver's helmet which came up on the screen, and you had to like mix, you had to match up the various parts of the racing helmet to, to gave you the code in various places. Oh my gosh! It, it it was it was both ridiculous and wonderful at the same time that somebody like, <laughs> like uh, I can't remember who it was Bullfrog or somebody like, crafted this this wheel that <laughs> you literally physically move around. Ah, oh, it's probably here actually. I wish I could. Yes, the, the glory days. So I can take a photo of it and you can show it on the screen. Oh my but, god. Please do. Uh, that, but that was one that always uh, sticks to the memory and any of the various ones of that. I mean, also, I mean, technically, any little racing game like that. Um, uh, Need for Speed Underground, an Underground 2, the original yes. Underground. I remember playing Need for Speed Underground. The storm, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I never played Underground 2. I played Underground in completion. the gas. There was like, oh, what was the name of the band? I forget that had... Because there was one band on there that I followed as soon as I heard their song. Oh, what it was called? X or something? The name of the song? Oh, uh... Oh, hell. I forget the name of the band. Crud. Using fantasy. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Your deepest reality. Try not to be. Anyway, I can't remember the name. That was that. When I heard that song, I'm like, I love it. I love it. So good. It's such a good soundtrack. Yeah. Um. Those two. None of the Need for Speed have got anywhere near them since. I don't quite understand why. Well, you can't get hold of them either, which is like really sucks. Um. I'm now going to check out what this one because <laughs> it's annoying me as well. Uh, original I've, had to look at it. I've got the things up here right now. Need for Speed Underground 2. Right now. Trying to figure out which one it was. Uh, Executioners. Static X. That was it. Electric Boom. Static X. Static X. That was it. I had, had X in it. I forget the name. I forgot the name of the band because they also did a um, uh, collaboration with Linkin Park at one point. And that was like with one song, and that was amazing. Oh, Static X are pretty big. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. I love them. Love them. Uh, so that, oh, God, any other sports game? I mean, there's been loads down the years, but. Probably those? Rip Wayne Static. Yeah, I know. Of course, as what Electric Boogaloo says, Rip Wayne Static. And. Uh, Electric also said Need for Speed Underground 2 is great. I mean, I, I knew, I think that's like open world, isn't it? It's an open world game, if I recall. I remember seeing it. I think, like, it, was the, I think it was the first, I think it was the first open world game that he used. Underground 2, was that? You talking yeah. about? Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was decidedly more fun. I like the fact that it, like, actually, it did follow the, the actual storyline and, and reset you in a, a decent way and gave you good cause. Um, but yeah, that, that was more driving around to get from place to place, yeah. And uh, Random Genius is going back to Lion King. Flashback to the Lion King DOS game there. It's like, oh god. Oh, I love oh, that nice. game so much. Goodness gracious me. Just looking at the rest of the chat. Electric says I should make Sega Sports Tennis 2K2 my next Dreamcast purchase. Maybe, maybe. 
And then some people have been electric said virtual reality finance club. <laughs> for <FC. laughs> That'd be great. Um, That'd be a great game. <laughs> get vir- get virtual tennis free if you've got a 360 or PS3. I do. Uh, it oh is, yeah. It is, it is it is by far the best. What they did after that kind of well, it, well it, it's killed the brand. So it's, <laughs> they made a game after that and they killed it stone dead. So <laughs> that's worked out quite well. And then they made and then didn't they make another game or something after that? They tried to. Like they tried. They tried. And it's to. pretty much a case of like when they did it was like stop. It's already dead. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> EA launched one as well. EA decided to get okay. We're going to try and muscle it on the licenses and stuff because yeah. EA. Um, and game. they basically it, it also killed itself. <laughs> it was like we're going to take you down, and bring you with. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, tennis games are pretty much killed with, with that. So yeah, that's, that's worked out well, wonderfully for everybody. <laughs> I think the only major sports games that are available now is FIFA, NHL, and NFL. Yeah, Madden. Madden, and they're all EA. Yeah. I mean, you've got um, you've got uh, Pro Evolution Soccer, which I believe is still going strong. But I wasn't really a fan yes, of Pez. I wasn't really a fan of Pez. Yeah, it lost uh, by their own admission. It lost its way. Yeah, uh, and they've been doing their best to get back in. Get things back it's a slow process and they keep sort of fixing one thing per thing and, and yes indeed wwe games as well yes um oh, yeah, WWE well it was also yes. well as as well as pez sort of had uh, the opportunity to have the for the uh unlike fifa who had to call it like a european cup sort of thing but but what i've heard pez is now losing that and fifa trying to uh yeah trying to jump on the bandwagon just Try and get this so they can have all of it. Uh, yeah, FIFA pretty. It was a case where uh, this also affected um, because they've Badger have always had the thing of we want the license, but we don't want it to be exclusive because everyone should kind of have the ability to have it. Yeah. Um, and then there was because there's a difference between a management game and a simulation game. In terms of a license, uh, and then FIFA on a couple of the clubs tried to sort of sew it up that it would be the management game as well, and I think this like affected um, one of the foot managers down the years. But I think they've kind of given up because everyone got cross with them. Mm. But the the big thing in terms of license was when. Uh, Borussia Dortmund won the Champions League and I, I know this because when I was working on the game and FIFA had exclusive rights to the Borussia Dortmund team oh. so if I was going to everyone was going to Konami where's Borussia Dortmund like well we can't have Borussia Dortmund you can have this team which is obviously Borussia Dortmund but without the names um, but there's nothing that could be done. Could be done because EA. Had, um, oh. There was nothing that could be done about that. Was it? There was nothing that could be done about uh, the game I worked on, which was a management game, mm. because FIFA had also <coughs> sort of blocked off the licensing for that. So even if Konami went to EA and be like, "Can we please, like, if we give you some money, can we please, like, use it?" They would just be like, "No." <laughs> yeah, they're pretty. 
pretty much a case of no one but us. But uh, WWE games, not so much the WWE line of games, the, the annual games, I always liked. Um, oh, what was the one on the GameCube? Oh, Day of Reckoning. Day of Reckoning and Day of Reckoning 2. Yes. Which, I mean, uh, which, which were great. Again, again, storyline games that actually followed each other. Yes. That, uh, properly. Um, those are really good. I need to stream those one day. They're really good. I do love Day of Day of Reckoning. And I love the fact that you can pick between Raw. I, I, I went to Raw and it was like where you find out. Spoiler alert if no one's played the game. Uh, <laughs> spoiler the, alert mute. from 2002. Spoiler, spoiler, yes. spoiler. <laughs> mute, the, mute the stream or skip it to 30 seconds because we're going to talk a little bit about the story. Spoiler alert for the duration of your firstborn's life. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> When you, I picked Raw and it was a case of like, you jump into Raw and then all of a sudden the GM comes in and goes, Triple H, you're going to have to bring him and t and like get him into the big leagues and, he, and then you're just part of Evolution. And I, what I did was is I actually made it like, okay, I'm going to be a part of Evolution. I had my theme song and everything. I changed it to the Evolution theme and video because it was like, well, I'm going to be part of Evolution. And then like when you then attack, like they backstab you and stuff. I'm like, okay, put it back to. So I actually made it like, an app like I made it actually like okay I'm gonna be part of like the story so I did like tweaks when I was part of the team and then tweaks again when I didn't so that was like it was it worked really well I never played Day of Reckoning 2 though that's one game I really want to get but I never got the chance to oh play. yeah definitely get the difficulty um, a game you shouldn't get though uh, <laughs> on that series well, not, not in that series but uh, Wrestlemania 19 now I which played, I played is... Wrestlemania 18 that was okay. Oh, X8, yeah. Yeah. X8's good. WrestleMania 19. Um, it would be impolite to to describe it accurately. <laughs> Is what I'm gonna say. <laughs> uh, it it was it was terrible, and it was it was um, it was like it was written by somebody who's currently writing the WWE product. Uh, it really made no sense. Oh God. It was like, would you like to fight Vince McMahon on, like, uh, using the Undertaker in the middle of, you know, a building site because he's screwed you over? And this makes no sense whatsoever. What the heck am I doing here? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, throw the cement mixer. I wanted to play wrestling. What's this? It's like, it's got to do anything. It's like, what the hell is this? <laughs> Just get me in the goddamn match. <laughs> Something, uh, something other than wrestling. That was a part of the deal. Exactly. That wasn't part of the deal, McMahon. That wasn't part. <laughs> and then McMahon is just laughing in the background. <laughs> Do what I want, because I'm Vince McMahon. Uh, anyone else got any um, ideas uh, on sports games? Um, I'm just like looking at the chat right now quickly, and I'll because I've got a few games that I want to really want to talk about, especially one football game. Um, let's say people talk about WWE Evil Hill Gaming going Triple H isn't exactly one to be trusted when it comes to factions with the click yeah pretty much pretty much Triple H is in a faction then you're pretty much screwed <laughs> and uh, Strata as is chatting right now and sent me just some messages he's like you know me love me some FIFA playing World Cup 2010 was funded a World Cup with England got to the final and due to injuries had a weird midfield free of Beckham Ferdinand and I believe Hargreaves did you win though? That's the question. Did you get England to win the World Cup or was it just a uh, like true England fashion? We just flunk and fail. 
And he also says, also, no, that's not, that can't be it. true flunk and fail. We would have gone out. Well, we would have been out the first light in the, in the table stages. <laughs> that's true fashion. Uh, he also says, also, FIFA Street 2012 was pretty fun. Also, WWE SmackDown vs. Raw series was a blast, especially when playing online matches against friends. And uh, he also says, I think Dortmund haven't won a Champions League final. They did get to the final in the last 10 years. Uh, okay. Was it the Champions League or was it the UEFA then? They, no, they, they had a got, big win. It was definitely no, they Dortmund. Won, they won the Champions uh, Brussels Dortmund won the Champions League in 1997. There you go. So I think that. that but it wasn't point. that. Mm. But it was definitely definitely Dortmund anyway. Ah, okay. That's right. WrestleMania 2064. Oh, oh God. Uh, one, one game we've got NBA Jam. Yes. Electric did say that at the earlier on. What did he say? Let me just scroll yeah. up a little bit. NBA Live 98. Uh, one of the best sports soundtracks of all time. NBA Jam, NBA Showtime, NFL Blitz, and tons and tons of Madden. I oh, on 2K sports games, of course. Yes, of course. And uh, WrestleMania 2000. WCW versus the world. You got WCW versus NWO on the N64 as well. I was a big fan of uh, WWF uh, No Mercy on the N64. And also I SmackDown. Bring up no, Mercy. no Mercy was... I, I actually enjoyed it. It was really good. I like the, the story <laughs> plan to it. Um, also, but my favorite <laughs> games is the SmackDown series on PlayStation. Especially SmackDown Here 2. Here comes the pain. Here comes the pain. And uh, was it SmackDown 2, Know Your Role. I thought it was, was there a SmackDown Just Bring It as well? That was on PS. That was on PS2 2001. I believe Just Bring It was when they added. Was that because I, I think they added stories with the Invasion era? I never played it, but I, I vaguely remember it adding. If you do the story mode, it's they did something with the Invasion. I'm not too sure. Might have to look yeah, into that. Yeah, I can't remember that at all. Victro says, load that game, I think. Uh, that was the very first 3D wrestling game released in the West. It was terrible. WCW versus NWO Revenge on the N64. That was it. Um, was my favorite. Although WrestleMania 2000 and No Mercy were technically better. Yes. Like, WCW games, they were good. But WWF, WWE was so, so much better. I have to admit. And... Um, the one game I want to talk because yeah, I've played a lot like Football Manager. I do love I do love sports simulating games. Football Manager. Um, I remember quickly just saying before, and then we'll go on a music break. Um, when I <coughs> I start was it 2012? I played 2012, and I was unemployed, and I was waiting for a team to pick me. I was thinking, oh, I'm going to get a non-league team. All of a sudden, South Korea national team wants me. I'm like, um, okay. <laughs> I've, I've just started. You, you want me as an international manager? Like, yeah, 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 we'll have you. Like, okay, fine. And who was it I played? Was it, I forget which European team, but we, uh, we thrashed them 8-0, which was shockingly enough. <laughs> the first game we lost very badly and the second game we won. And it was against a, very, a, a pretty decent European side. And I'm like, wow, that's shocking. <laughs> so I was what like, the hell? <laughs> I know, I know. But the one game I actually enjoyed the most was Red Card. I don't know if you've heard of that game at all. It was on GameCube and PS2, I believe Xbox, and it was like an international, it's like the World Cup, so to say. But it was, the football players had powers. So it's like, if you add, if you increase the energy bar enough, if you press some buttons, you get to do like a big dash. And when you're running, if a player tries to attack you and you're on that dash, they just like fly to the other side of the stadium because <laughs> it's like so powerful. <laughs> And you can like you can like tackle like the referee. You can tackle other players, and you can do like a powerful shot and stuff. It's like crazy game, crazy. And you can change like the referee's sight, so you can make him like he's absolutely crap. So anything that goes goes, and he won't blow the whistle. Whistle, or you can make him like 
you know, very precise. So if you do like a, if you just nudge a player, he'll stop you and red card you. It's like, what the hell? <laughs> and you get to create your own team. That was the other thing as well with FIFA games before it went next gen with FIFA, FIFA 07. You can make your own, make your own football team, which I really, really liked. And I know that there was a, I think, what was it? What simulating game was it? I forget, it was on the PS2, but you could do that as well. But it was really fun to do it on FIFA. And then as soon as it went, because on like PS2, when all the other FIFA games went, was still on like normal generation, like PS2 era, you could still create your team. But if you went to next gen, they got rid of it for good. And I was like, why did you get rid of that? That was so great. You get to create your own players, your own team. But I think now they do that with Ultimate Team, so it's like it's kind of the same, but eh. I just prefer it to when you can like start off in like League Two and then work your way to the top to be in like you know in the, go to the Premier League. So that was some fun memories playing the old FIFA. Seems <laughs> really really good. Okay, yeah. So I think we've uh, and Strada says yes, I did, and against Germany too. Oh, you beat the Germans. Okay, that's good. So uh, that's always the main thing. If England beats Germany, then. Happy as a clam. <laughs> and uh, just quickly, Victor says, Oh no, here comes the pain was better overall. I still remember that the hardcore matches were limited to 15 minutes. Shut your mouth, had up to 30 minute, 30 minute matches. Uh, the one thing it held over the sequel. Oh, okay. Interesting, interesting. And then here's something Electra says nobody has heard of. Power Play Sports Trivia on play PS1. Nope, never heard of that. Never heard of that game. Nope, never heard of it. You know, well, one of the games is the granddaddies. We've, we've not mentioned is of course track and field yes that is true that is true like um track and field and also the olympic games as well oh, I, worked on <laughs> I remember beijing 2008 where you had to freaking like use this use the like the stick in order to run and you burn your palm <laughs> those are some yeah, yeah, oh, great oh, i remember that, that yeah but, yeah that's <laughs> I love how you're just like, yeah, 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 I, I did. Yeah, sorry. Just, <laughs> yeah, sorry. my bad. Sorry, sorry I, that. I have the scars to prove it, but they're they're fond they're fond scars. They're like you know, it was painful, but it was worth it to get that gold medal. <laughs> <laughs> did I ever tell you how I got the scars? Yeah. I want to know how I got these playing scars. <laughs> playing Beijing 2008. <laughs> <laughs> Oh jeez, jeez. Anyway, I think uh, I think now it's time. I think we should go straight on and play some music. So we'll get that on. And uh, yeah, guys, I say I hope you enjoyed uh, that little talk about the sports games. We're gonna go do the throne of games in just a little bit, and then we'll play more music, and then we'll do our second topic. So we have our first song up and ready to go. So we're gonna have songs from me. Then after songs from James and then songs from Kev. So to kick things off right now, and as I say, you're listening to the Tally Ho Show with me, Andy. And me, James. And we have Mr. Kevin Eva from Last Minute to Continue. And to kick things off right now, it's going to be from Persona 4. Just get that ready. Yep. From Persona 4, this is your affection. Peace. 
I am thou. Thou art I. Thou hast established a new bond, and hast been blessed with the birth of the tea arcana. It shall lead you to new powers. Or the latest tally-ho show with Andy and James. Whichever one's most relevant at that moment in time. journey continues. Step forth, brave warrior, for you must fight to take the ultimate title this universe has ever known. King or Queen 
of the throne of games. Hello, welcome back to the Tally Ho Show. So, what Disco, Dark Moon Caverns, we had Benjamin Biggs' Diddy Kong Racing Bootleg Circuit 05 Interstellar, and finally, Persona for Your Affection. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is the part of the show where you now get involved with the show. We are talking about the most awesome part of the show, apart from topics and everything else. It is, of course, the Throne of Games. Now, for those of you who have never heard of it before, what basically happens is that every week, myself or Andy would release a character to take on our current king or queen of the Throne of Games. And after that, it'll be up to you guys to decide who gets to sit on that fantastic throne. However, because we have a new person today, Kev is actually going to be giving us the character for today. So, Mr. Kevin... The floor yes. is now yours. How about you tell us who is now the new challenger? Throne of Games. The Hedgehog's been sitting on the throne for far too long. <laughs> so, if, oh if you can't take the Hedgehog down, let's send a Sonic Team character to take down the other Sonic Team character. The character choice for this week on the throne of games is knights. 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 Oh, okay. Okay. So, <clears throat> Kev, tell us a little bit about knights and also like its pros and cons about the character as well. Okay. So, uh, strangely, knights is like the opposite side of the coin when it comes or should I say opposite side of the same coin when it comes to Sonic Team in that uh, both Sonic and Knights uh, are characters and series that are about uh, the feeling of freedom and, and expressing that freedom and living life as, as you want as you want it to be and believing in yourself lovely things um, Sonic though is not Really, Sonic was whereas Sonic thinks it's all a game. Uh, with Knights, it's somewhat more serious. Uh, Knights is <laughs> kind of about life and death itself. Uh, Knights, the character, obviously, if you're not familiar with the character, um, was a Sonic team created uh, mascot for the Sega Saturn. And the original Knights into Dreams, which came out in 1997, I believe, um, with its own specific controller for the Saturn, etc. It's it's kind of gone down in video game legend, thanks to everything that's gone on. Then you had this jester character who um, resides in the world of dreams, and he helps young children, known as visitors, and to find their way because young kids have got a lot of fears about what's going on in their life. You know, the demands of, about growing up and what's going on with the family and all these things. And Knights is kind of the bridge between 
between them. They do a thing called dualizing, where they sort of uh, become one uh, and express, uh, and they sort of travel through lands which are uh, expressions of the subconscious of the child character. Uh, Knights was well ahead of its time in terms of commentary on things. Knights was, was progressive before progressive was a thing in terms of everything that's, that's going on. There's, uh, there's lots of things going on in the background. Everything in the original Knights in terms of anything that has a name. There's no dialogue in the original. And Knights doesn't speak uh, as such until the uh, second game, Journey of Dreams, which yes. uh, I, again, happen to have the privilege of, of working on. And one of the things that uh, is correct, because the creators are the creators of Sonic. Uh, Frank, it's Yuji Naku, who obviously the father of Sonic, father of Knight. Um, Takashi Izuka works on, works on Sonic, works on Knights. And... It's, it's so much out, came out of Knights and went into other things as well. But so going back to say the character, the character is an incredibly interesting one from a point of view of uh, what it is. Was because Knights is this 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 this, this, this jester character who's kind of a smart mouth uh, and a bit and a bit sassy. Um, but that's because Knights isn't a good guy. In fact, Knights isn't. In fact, Knights is born out of. Um, the, is, is it, Knights is a creation of the bad guys. Yes. And Knights' role um, kind of just happens to align with the. They, Knight isn't particularly on the side of good necessarily. Uh, but. The whole point of the game is trying to, from Knight's point of view, is uh, the nightmare trying to reclaim nightmare trying to reclaim Knights as one of its denizen. And Knight's going, no thanks, that's not what I actually want to do with my life. Uh, so from that side, it's, it's like I say, it's quite impressive. Everything about the game uh, is influenced on all sorts of psychological stuff. Like I say, the levels are, are related to the uh, the actual thought processes of the children. Uh, that is why they've got various things, various like subtitles. So Spring Valley in the original Knights is called the Ideal, and that's because it's based on the ideal representation of parenthood that the child thinks should be, and that's what all the land and realm. And going around is about. Um, Knights is uh, can can change. Knights can change into multiple things thanks to Persona Mask, an idea that was expanded upon very greatly in the second game. Knights has only had two games, two and a half games technically. So yes, that is a a bit of an issue going into uh, what you got against Sonic with. Eight million games across twenty-five hundred platforms, um, but despite that, Knights is still 
one of, if not the most, in terms of characters, in terms of mascot characters that it has, probably the second most loved, I would say. Um, easily one of the most recognisable. Certainly one of the most, like I say, loved from a historical sense. And it's not been very successful in terms of the series, that is true. But that is true for any other franchise. <laughs> any character franchise that isn't... Um, it also, the second game wasn't as good as the first either. Uh, but that is because it suffered exactly the same... Uh, crap thrown at it that the Sonic 06 one had and I submit to you that Night's Journey of Dreams is a far far better game <laughs> than Sonic 06 I can 100% agree with that <laughs> yeah, I think anything at the moment is probably considered better than Sonic but 06 in, ter- in terms of development because it was messed around in the Sonic 06 but Night's Journey started on the Xbox for goodness, the Xbox 360 for goodness sake, and ended up on the Wii. Yeah, I heard that. Exclusive. I was wondering, like, you know, I think it would have been better on the 360, but uh, mm. I don't know. I'm guessing like Nintendo got rights or something like yeah. that for the game. Uh, it, it, the 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 motion controller uh, uh, the, and, and was one of the reasons why, and that goes back to Sega's own. Um, experimentation with motion controls and things with uh, a demo uh, called Air Knights uh, which was created, which which used that sort of technology when you see about it. Although not much is known about that. Uh, you've got uh, I'm trying to think, it's, it's a, it, the entire atmosphere about Knights as a franchise is the complete opposite of that of, that of Sonic. Sonic is sort of like this big clouds hanging over in terms of general perception about it. And there's old Sonic, and there's, I guess, Sonic Butt. Whereas Knights, everyone remembers Knights very fondly. Uh, still. All the problems with, with Sonic dis- not having like a game for a year, and all the fuss with the fan base. And Hello! The other the Knights fan base, which is, which is one of the nicest fan bases you'd ever want to meet. Honest to goodness, they had to wait over a decade for their, for their sequel, <laughs> and did so patiently and and, and with love. Um, it's, uh, it's there's all sorts going on with uh, this. some very heavy topics, knights as a character and as uh, franchise. It, all the, the works. Uh, it's actually oh, what's their names? Oh yes. Uh, it was in the Knights series. It was influenced by like Leaping in Dreams, but also the theories of Carl Jung and Sigmund Freud. It's so pretty heavy stuff. Uh, so Clarice and Elliot, who are the characters in the, the the boy and the girl in the main one, they're actually the representation of the Animus and the Anima. Oh, okay. Which is which is uh, which is a Jung thing. Which is the unconscious gender. So if, if you are if you identify yourself as as male, it's sort of the unconscious, um, more feminine side of your brain. So it, it, your worries are the things that you are not you are not associated with as a man or uh, as a woman. Yeah, that, that that is your worries, and that's that's the antithesis of the character. Um, you've got 
knights, like I say, knights was progressive before knights' progression was a thing, in that knights is androgynous and doesn't have gender. Knights is whatever gender the uh, visitor that knights dualizes with is. So knights is both male and female, depending on the situation. Yeah, and at the end of the game, is both male and female. Yeah, because it's like I, I've seen a lot of discussions <laughs> in the past. People are like, no, knights is male, no, knights is female. It's like, well, technically not. It's like gender. Te- te- technically, the- technically not, and technically both. Yeah, it's because like- it's dependent upon the situation, and it does does in- induce a lot of things. But it's all, it's all. Uh, Whilst knights is in that situation. Whereas those are the children. Knight is Knight is the literal embodiment of all the positive traits of the protagonist that they've denied and they've suppressed. Sonic is a hedgehog that runs. Yes. <laughs> Sonic wow. is a so, that's your hedgehog. argument right there. That's your argument right there, guys. So there we yeah. go. <laughs> the music is, oh, okay, okay, I'm going to. I'm good. I will end my thing with the best part of Sonic Adventure was the pinball table in Casinopolis, and who yes. was the... Who, what, what was the pinball table about? It was about... Well, you had the one about Sonic, but you also had the one about Knights as well. Knights! Yes. What was the best part of Pinball Party? It's like Pinball Party. Because Knights. Knights was in it. It was cameoing everywhere. <laughs> yeah. The only way Sonic could get on the Saturn was... properly was in the Knights Christmas game. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The, okay. What's the thing that people want most back in the Sonic game? Knights back, obviously. No, no, no not knights back. No, oh, knights, okay, has, okay. knights has been in though. Well, knights I like has been the cameo of him. <laughs> knights has been more Sonic games than most of the main cast. That is true. As a playable character, which is bonkers when you think about it. There's knights are just cameos everywhere, but. Nope. The thing that people want most back from the Sonic games is the Chow Garden system. Yes, that's true, that's true. And that comes from the Nightopians in Nights and Dreams and the A-Life system, which then begat the Chow Garden. Um, okay, so, like I say, I'm going to lead off with, with two things. Number one is that... is this quote from Yuji Naka, uh, which is, the, when they're talking about the game... The original Knights. The part I feel most proud of is that we succeeded in affecting people. And it really did, did affect people, this game, in terms of hopes and dreams and believing in yourself. Uh, we succeeded in affecting people without using words. So it doesn't do that so well. <laughs> As, in, traditionally. Yeah, when you compare but that also, to stuff. You know who would prefer to be doing a Knights game? Who would that be? Sonic Team. If you gave them a choice between doing a Sonic game and a Knights game, pick a Knights game every time. You do not hear Sonic Team going and saying, I can't wait to start work. We can't wait to start working on the next Sonic game. They have never said that. <laughs> Conversely, if you talk to Izuka or if you find Naka, who's now obviously working with Square, and you ask them about it, they would just do anything to work. They just want to work on a Knights game. They want to work with the Knights character. Which is why I try to shoot one Knights in like anywhere in the Sonic series, because they'd much rather be doing Knights. And if the creators of both of them would much rather be doing Knights, how could you possibly vote for Sonic? 
I mean, yeah, I, I can see a point of that. As I say, like, you know, I've played like Nights into Dreams and, you know, I, I have some fond memories of that because I, I never played it on the Saturn. I only played it on 360, but when I found out it came out on 360, I was like, yeah, I'm going to buy it. And it looks, plays really, really well. And Journey of Dreams, I played a bit of it and yeah, it's not, it's not the greatest, but you know, it was like, it's still, it was still, I felt like it was still kind of enjoyable to play because it was like, it was a new Knights game. It's like, oh my gosh. Like, how long did, like you say, it took a decade until, like, the sequel came out. And maybe, I'm hoping in the future, maybe, like, their Sega will look into it and be like, we'll have a new Knights game. And I'm, It's up to the money, man. I know, and I know when if they look at it, they might just go, oh, it might not make a lot of, like, you know, profit on it. But it's like, you know, you, you see that. It's kind of like, I don't know, for example, like, Project Diva, when that was only, like, Japan only and there was like a lot of like shouting shout outs from people going like put it in the west put it in the west and people and you know Sega was like worried because they might not make a, a lot of profit on it on west on the west side of things but when they did it's like it it worked you know it's yeah um, it was, it's it's all it's nice one of those characters in this leg, legs cut out from under it, one reason or another yeah. um, but what you were saying you could actually also put Yakuza in that because Yakuza made nothing yeah, absolutely nothing. But they still kept pumping out the games over into the West via. I mean, it took a lot of effort to get them to actually bring brought over. But that's. I mean, think of think, look at where Yakuza is now as a franchise. Oh, I know. People are falling over themselves to get the new Yakuza games when they're coming out. Um, Zero was an absolute smash hit, as far as I'm aware. Yeah, uh, and six as well. And it's so like... after you, sir. No, that's so, yeah. Now I was just going to say, like, because as you say, yeah, Yakuza came out, like, on the PlayStation 2 and then going out. And they say it didn't go very well when they when they were making no. the games. And then I think Japan was thinking, like, we're not going to put it out in the West because they'll make a lot of money on it. And then people were, like, in uproar about it. Like, no, we want it, we want it, we want it. And then they're like, okay, we'll try it. And then, yeah, look what happens. So it's like, you could probably do that with Knights. I mean, it's like, again, it's a risk, but... You know, sometimes in life you've got to take those, you know, chances. There's, it's a game, it's much like Sonic, it's a game with a competitive nature. Mm. You can perfect knights. You can be perfect at knights. You can get, there is a there is a maximum score you can get if you get all the orbs and, and do it in all A ranks or whatever it is. Um, it is it is physically possible to, to do. I, I know about four or five people who don't do it worldwide and one of them's trippy incidentally ah, yes. um it is it is something but it's one of those characters that has had such an influence on a lot of people in terms of directing their life and it it's a character that also promotes creativity um to being yourself believing in yourself and like I say, like I say, all like literally, despite the sassiness, um, and that one time in Journey of Dreams where Knight seemed quite amused that Owl was drowning. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, I that, remember that. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> my friend is in this is in this bubble of water, slowly drowning. <laughs> I will stand here and watch. Um, yeah. <laughs> it, but there's also some again, Knight's has got some really creepy stuff with Riala and, and Wise Man. Wise Man the Wicked. Wise Man, or as what Digi so says, like Wise, Man, Wise Man the Wicked. The Wicked. Oh, Wise Man the Wicked, yeah, you're the right. Wicked man. Yeah. 
Um, but everything, everything that was been, everything that's as praised as creative in Night Games has been done in the Knights games, and yet Knights has had, let's say, two and a half games dedicated to it, and yet has a better reputation. Yeah. <laughs> well, so that's Knights, and now we got to go on to Sonic. So Sonic! So Sonic, yeah. This Kev, be, you can this really move. Kev, this one is all yours. I have tried. Please deliver <laughs> the final blow. As to Sonic. Know, so- Sonic's been on, like, you know, this is going to probably be like the fourth time he'll be on the throne if he gets voted for. And, you know, maybe another week. <laughs> Who knows? You know, he's a blue hedgehog. He runs fast. He's cool. He saves the world. He's chill about it. He likes the a chili dog, as what Electric says. The chili dogs are amazing, and you know it's like say he's an, one of the great back in the day, one of the greatest video game mascots of all time. And uh, you know, as I say, he hasn't been like too big nowadays, but you know, back in the day, he was like huge and uh, always bringing. Well, so was polio. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the day, he was huge. Yes, well, the T-Rex wow. was doing good once upon a time. Uh, Whoa, where I'm did gonna, that come from? I'm going to get destroyed. <laughs> I'm going to get destroyed. It's happening. Absolutely. Yay, fantastic. Jinjos just came in. I'm getting sick of this dumb hedgehog winning. Hello, Jinjos. Tally-ho to you. <laughs> then you know who to vote for. Vote for Knights. Vote for your dreams. And- oh, jeez. Andy? Yes. I'm feeling very good about my chances tonight. <laughs> Goodness gracious. I'm choking. So anyway, you were saying, you were saying about this, this failed mascot character whose biggest selling game, whose who's big, who's biggest hit since 2004 with Sonic Heroes. And the only reason that Sonic Heroes was a big hit was because it was multi-platform. The only way that Sonic could get near those levels again was by teaming up with, with Mario and doing the Olympics game. Yeah, I mean, like, the Olympic games were actually pretty decent. I, I, I enjoyed them. <laughs> I thought they were no, good. They were. I thought they were good. I mean, it's like it's a fun game to play with friends and stuff. And it's, like... a, it's a great game to play with friends, and it played off the the console wars thing very well but mm. yeah your the your, your your character's biggest success came by pairing it with its biggest rival um on a console that was owned by the makers of the biggest rival yes <laughs> and and eventually nintendo politicked sega out of a lot of its credits on the game including distribution in various other countries <laughs> because people would rather take the game from Nintendo than Sega. <laughs> yeah, it, it didn't go that well. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's some, some enjoyment. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if they're going to be bringing out like another, like like Japan 2020 Mario and Sonic. I'd, I'd be surprised if they don't, like because it's in Japan for goodness' sake. So you know, who who knows? Well. You you say that, but who was front and centre for a lot of their promotional work in the run up to in the run up to the bidding, etc. It was Mario. D 
Didn't see a Sonic there. Yeah, that's true. Didn't see yeah, a Sonic for, there. for the Olympics. Mm. Yeah, it was, it was only Mario. So maybe it'll just be like Mario and friends at Japan 2020. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Mario Mario. and Mario. Mario and Mario. <laughs> <laughs> Mario Mario at the Mario Mario at the, the at the Summer Mario Games 20 Mario <laughs> sponsored by Mario exactly Incidentally, says, if, if anyone wonders why they were always called that um in terms of the how the like the really long name uh, it was because it simply had to because that's the way the licensing was so the official name is pronounced at the so and so and so and so Winter or Summer Olympic Games. That's that's how it, that's specific licensing of the uh, IOC. The IOC are very funny about things. The, the IOC did not like the fact that the first Mario Sonic game was really successful. Oh, really? They were really upset. Wow. Like, <laughs> we've made all this money and we've made you money. How dare you? It was really like, They were really upset. <laughs> even even the, even the other Olympic games that Sega made, like the, the, the quote unquote proper ones, and they still were I thought they would be happy because really it's like you've got two big mass video game mascots teaming up with like the IOC, <laughs> making these Olympic games. I mean, enjoyment for family and stuff to get Ooh. hype for the Olympics. But oh, that's yeah. that's weird. Didn't know that they were yeah. not happy about it. <laughs> I think they want to make money off their own as opposed to like other people, other companies. <laughs> we want all the hard work, damn it. <laughs> or something mm. like that. Ayn says, Andy, if they're good, I'm a saint. Well, I mean, I'm, I'd say they're decent, you know. Okay, they're not, not the best, but, you know, they're, they're fun to some extent. <coughs> I was going to go, go for cons, but I think Kev already, like, described the cons. <laughs> uh, How think long Kev did you have? <laughs> <laughs> We'll, we'll just get straight on to the one minute suite in the deal part now, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is the part now. <laughs> me. I'm gone coughing now, it's bad. This is the part of the show where. See, me... Sonic damages your health. This is what happened. <laughs> Goodness gracious me. Yes. I'm trying my best to keep on the throne, damn it. I'm trying my best, but this, I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully, we have to wait and see. This is the part now where we try and sweeten the deal. To try and get you guys to vote for our characters. Kev, you have one minute to talk about knights once again. Your one minute starts now. Knights is a character that quite simply is the embodiment of everything you want about battling the series, is about battling your fears and understanding who you are as a person. It is about the freedom of flight. It is about the belief that you can do anything, absolutely anything, and that nobody has the right to tell you what it is. That any obstacle you can you come across, you can overcome if you just believe in yourself and in the family and friends around you. Conversely, Sonic is about how Sonic likes to be Sonic. That's it. Knight is a far more Knight has a far more complicated story and a far more interesting. You don't even say you don't even know what Sonic's origin is properly. There's about three different versions, none of which are properly or properly authenticated by Sonic Team. Nobody knows. Sonic Team themselves would rather do knights. And if that, you're going to go with anything, yeah, that is time. <laughs> go on that. 
Go on, that. The creators would have used. The creators would rather have knights on the throne. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact. I just love the fact that whole Kev stuff with, yes, this is why knights are the best. And then straight on to Sonic, however, that let him. Hey, I gave a good 30 seconds each way. That's true. He did. It's a good point. He's quite good welcome point. to do the same. I can't say anything bad about knights. I like knights. Well, there you go, then. Well, we're bothering. Well, no, but Sonic... <laughs> you say anything about knights? Bad, bad knights? No! Then why are we having this discussion? <laughs> He's wasting one's time. <laughs> Put him on the throne already. <laughs> James, can you do the countdown for the one minute, please? I need to try and do uh, this. Yeah, that's fine. Your one minute, Addy, starts now. So, Sonic, yeah? Sonic's been like a part of people's lives for so many years back in the day and also still like now I mean like you know with the likes of uh, Sonic Mania yeah it's made by fans as well and it's good to see you know like Sega actually like conversing with fans to try and make you know being one with the community so to say Sonic has been with us like for so many years he is a true cool blue cat like video game character always there uh, with his friends and always like you know trying to help help people and help the world so to say when you know dangers are coming and i honestly think that you know should he have a another week on the throne i think so i think so should should be actually good um but yeah no i think honestly he's still a cool character he still holds a place in my heart nonetheless even if he has like some bad games or uh, bad things happening and i think honestly he should be staying on the that throne once again for the front of games god damn it <laughs> I love the I love the crux of your argument was well yeah he's been around for a while. <laughs> Literally, I've got I don't know what else to say. I've... I think Addy at this point wants him off. Well, he's no. just sick and tired of talking about him all the time. Well, no, I don't mind talking about him. It's just like I can't say the same thing over and over and over again. It gets repetitive and boring. You've run out of things to say about the character. But... <laughs> There's so much you can say. <laughs> and yes, none of which you can, apparently. <laughs> Does Sonic have any actual new appeal that was manufactured by its fan base? Actual effing question. Andy, pay attention. I'm sorry, cat. I did say Sonic Mania. I mean, come on. <laughs> but I... <laughs> Hashtag down with Sonic. Sonic, yes, I see that. Sonic does what Knights doesn't, and that's have a game Sonic team regrets. <laughs> Jesus uh, God, I think I think Sonic's gonna be dethroned before we even get to the end. You know what? Squid. I'm putting a, I'm putting in the poll now. Let's just get it over with, and then we'll be finding out at the end of the show, like who's gonna win. I think we know who's gonna win. <coughs> there you go, guys. There's the poll. Vote, vote away right away. I'm gonna get a drink of water because I'm now dying because apparently Sonic's bad for your health. <laughs> <laughs> And, vote uh, nights, everybody. Oh, straight away. I've only just. Okay. <laughs> so well, <laughs> that's the front of games, everyone. <coughs> oh goodness! And uh, Double Cross says uh, Sonic the Hedgehog is an abuser. Kick him, kick him the f away. There you go. There you go. I think we're gonna get straight on with our next songs now. So uh, James, it's your music batch. So uh, why don't yes, you tell us what we have today? Okay. So just to reiterate, the poll is now up to see who you king slash queen of the throne of games will it be our returning king sonic the hedgehog or will we finally have knights as our new king slash queen of the throne of games personally i'm going for knights but of course 
it's all up to you. So let's move on to the next music batch and we're going to start off with a fantastic game for the PlayStation 1 from Spyro, Year of the Dragon. This is The Sorceress's Lair and you're listening into The Tally Ho Show with me, James. And me, Andy. And with our special guest, Kevin, from Last Minute Continue. We hope you enjoy and we will be back in just a second.
So from so from Crash Team Racer that was Hot Air Skyway and from Spiral Year of the Dragon that was The Sorceress's Lair. So pretty good songs and to be honest brings back a lot of memories from childhood. So now we're going on to our second topic of the uh, for the stream, which is actually my topic this time round. Um, we were going to do one topic in regards to the Olympics. However, we've decided we're going to save that for next time. So but this new topic is with regards to the fact that it's just been confirmed that Super Mario and Super Mario Bros. have actually got a new film now on uh, coming out very soon, drawn from Illumination. And we've also got told as well that there's a Sonic the Hedgehog film coming out as well. Could there potentially be, and would you like to see, a sort of Mario Sonic Civil War film? Or if not, then what film would you like to see the characters merge together? Are we talking about esports? <laughs> What's that? I thought, I thought we were talking about another topic. <laughs> you told me not to do that. No, 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 no. I, I thought that was. I said that for a future, for a next show. That's what I said. Yeah, this. No, we said you. I thought you said we used this one for next no, show. No, 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 no. I, 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 the, the one that you just said, we'll just talk about the next show. <laughs> right, I've got confused. Oh, well. Oh, well. Well, that'll be for episode four. <laughs> there you go. You've got. Yeah, you've got your ideas for episode four. So, Indeed. let's start that one again. So, let's start that one again, shall we? <clears throat> Take. Two and action. So we're back, and we just heard a crash uh, from Hot uh, Skyway from Crash Basic. The sources left from Spiral Year the Dragon. Now we're going on to our second topic for the stream, and this one comes from myself. And it is basically because of the events being held at the Olympics in Japan, Tokyo 2020, esports is going to apparently become. An Olympic event. So, my question for all of our fellow chatters is: Should esports actually become an Olympic event? So, I think uh, we will pass the floor over to Mr. Kev. What do you think about should uh, esports be uh, an Olympic <laughs> event, or should we just leave it to uh, like keeping it as Evo and all that stuff? Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Um. It should have its own thing. It should have its own thing and be treated as its own thing. Mm. The problem with, I mean, how do you determine what? How how would you determine esports as an Olympic event when there's a billion games out there on different platforms? How would you determine that? It would need to have there. There is there is so many games and so many different variations in terms of how games are played at a competitive level that you would need a ridiculous amount of coverage. You would need a, a ridiculous amount of people beyond anything that you that you would do. It would need its own infrastructure. Um, yeah, I, I could quite see. I could see there being an e Olympics. And having that in like the two years like, gap between the summer and the winter Olympic, that would that would work. I would say have it like if, have have, have, the, have the E Olympic two years. Have it between have it in the one year gap. Then do it that way. I can see that happening, but I um, but if it's big enough to be its own thing, 
uh, and you couldn't possibly categorize it in the way that many other sports are just because of the variety. I mean, if, if squash can't get into the Olympics to save its life, and it's one of the biggest racket sports in the world, and no one votes it in, and the Olympics, the Olympics itself has a maximum amount of sports that it can have. Hmm. It has a set amount, which is why things like there's a lot of fuss about wrestling, traditional wrestling getting kicked out, or various cycling events getting kicked out and changed around um, for one reason or another. And same with the swimming as well. Um, if that, how do you fit in all that into? A singular slot. You just can't. Nah, I, I think you've pretty much hit the nail on the head there, Kev. It's just, I don't agree that it should be an Olympic event because not just for the fact. The whole point of the Olympics was to show the like the limit of uh, of humans and what they could do. Esports doesn't really. I don't think it's that much. As long as you you must have like muscles in your bums, your team fingers, and all that. But apart from that, that's really about it. Um, I don't. I don't. I think that's a good idea. Though having an esports sort of like an e Olympics every year between the winter and the summer once at all, because especially like the ones coming in for Tokyo, it's just a case of it is literally going to be one game. And if you're fantastic at that one game, that's fair enough. But you could be absolutely rubbish at anything else. But you'll still be classified as an Olympian, which just seems a bit a bit of unfair, really. Double XX crosses there. Chess is an Olympic event, and that's baffling me. But okay, I'm not really too sure. Not really too sure. What have they actually still got chess? I did not uh, know they had chess in there. No, I, I think they. No, did, it's not. But it's it's not, not right anymore now. No, I think it was one of those one. Uh, you know, at the, every Olympics there is like um, almost like a guest sport. Mm. They, the, the the host are allowed to like choose exports, and then that those are brought in like Olympic sports as. Just to mm. sort of explain, I mean, tug of war was once an Olympic sport, for example. Um, but no, I think chess did guest once, maybe. Like, I mean, this is very, very long time ago. Yeah. Um, and things like that. And there's, but yeah, there's, there's, there's so many sports that don't get into the Olympics. I mean, like, like I say, there's been discussions about snooker getting into the Olympics for goodness knows how long. Darts has been pushing for the for that for a very long time and a squash like I mentioned um there's I mean in an ideal world the Olympics you know let's expand the numbers a bit because funnily enough there's a lot of stuff happening yeah. um but in in much the same way as there are kind of limits on um the uh, X Games stuff in terms of how they're represented, it would end up the same sort of limits on esports. Yeah, because they were thinking about maybe bringing in like skateboarding as uh, as an Olympic sport at some point. Which I thought to myself, thinking like, yeah, you do it for like one Olympic, like X Games, like bring it in for one Olympic uh, Olympics, and you know, I'd watch that. That would be something I would um, definitely check out. Um, as you say as well, like you got darts, you got snooker. I mean. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see how that would be played. Um, I mean, again, like as a guest sport, that will be that will be great to see. Esports, I mean, 
because it's going to be in Japan, and if, <laughs> if what you say, um, they're allowed to bring in like a, a guest sport for that year. I mean, we may actually see it happen. I mean, I'm the same as well. I mean, it's it's very strange to hear that news where someone said like esports to be part of the Olympics, and it's like, no, uh, that doesn't compute in my head to be honest. I like again the idea of like an e Olympic sports because um, I could see that is like you have like players coming from all around the world it's like oh tune into uh this stream in order to watch the overwatch tournament or come to the league of legends or come to street fighter or blah, blah, blah. you know that would be interesting to see and i'm sure it would work out very very well but as a olympic sport that you're most likely going to see league of legends that's the only thing i'm guessing you're probably going to see league of legends or overwatch i you know just only one game that's the only thing that's going to be um if it does happen I mean, it'll be interesting to see how it pans out, if it does, and just see how they go about it uh, with the uh, IOC. Um, but I honestly don't think it's going to be a permanent thing. If it does happen, I think it's just going to happen for 2020, and then that's it. Um, if it did happen, if it does go permanently, then that's just... I, I, don't, think it, it, I don't think it's going to work out very well. Try it once, and then that's it. Just once in a lifetime. That's why. Yeah, definitely. Although Edhead's got a good idea, though. Tea drinking. <laughs> yes. Yes, absolutely. I, I will get one event that the off. British will be winning at. Yes, <laughs> I will take part in that. <laughs> I will get the gold medal. It'd be great. Oh no, probably I'll represent Canada. There you go. Sorry. Yeah, I have to represent. Yeah, you represent Canada. I'll represent Britain. Let's see how. There you go. Perfect. Perfect. You have to do like, so you're blindfolded and you have like five sets of tea, but they're all different flavors. You have to guess which tea is which. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> See, that, that, that'll be a great sport. That'll be a great sport. Kev could be, Kev could be the judge as he doesn't like tea or coffee. Nope. <laughs> 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 yes. What does it taste like? Well, no, it tastes like, it tastes like water, which is very warm. Okay. You win. <laughs> <laughs> easy, easy, simple, easy gold. And I, um, Mr. Bernardo says, yep, he just shouted out VR, VR for Olympics. Uh, same thing. And there already is a VR related esports event thanks to Intel and ESL. <laughs> which is an ongoing development, uh, developing thing, actually. And uh, Intel and ESL actually announced this week that they're going to be holding a specific forum um, for the actual, more of a, sort of like a business representation of, okay, where do we take esports from here? And VR is very much a part of that, how things are going to develop. Uh, plus you've got uh, Oculus going on um, with uh, what they're doing, again, in partnership with Intel, the uh, VR Challenge League, uh, which has been uh, for, that was for the Unspoken and Echo Arena, as I recall. So there's stuff going on, not far, far away. Yeah, I, it'll be interesting to see how VR esports goes about, but I think we'll probably see it like Hello? explode, so to say, in the next maybe maybe two to three years. I'd say mm. maybe a few years until we see it like have, like get very very popular huh. probably less than that really 
Maybe. It just depends, really, on how things how things go in the next uh, couple of years. Uh, let me just check. Yep. Yeah, so. Yeah, I think people can hear me. Hello? I can certainly hear you. Yeah, Edge yeah. says yes. There we go. I can Are hear we, you again. Are we good? Oh, okay. We had some. I, so, sorry about that. I couldn't. I just. Oh no! Worries. Found. Food. He got so. Kira got so infuriated. He left the. Call. <laughs> good. No. Good. That were fine. That's, yeah, that's all that's good. Curious. Slight technical issues with Discord, so we'll just hashtag blame Discord for that. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I'd say. Let's go for a go for a quick conclusion, shall we? Um, so we'll go back to uh, to you, Kev. Let's say, should esports become uh, an Olympic event, or should it, you know, should it be permanent? Should it just be like just temperament, uh, temporary for this next Olympics? Uh, what do you think as a conclusion? Should the esports come to the Olympics? No, the Olympics should come. The Olympics should come to them. There you yeah. go. There you go. James, what about you? you? Will, if you build it, they will come. Exactly. <laughs> if you play it, they will watch. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you that got, like, you got like... That must be Twitch's... Um, that must be Twitch's logo. Um, slogan, sorry. Surely. If you play it, they will watch. They will watch. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. If they don't, then they should. That does a pretty good slogan. <laughs> I mean, as I say as well, you got... Quickly, you got eSports on TV. I mean, that's slowly getting on, yeah. like, TSN and uh, all the other sports shows. Uh, yeah, because one of the, the joyous things is seeing all these quite buddy-duddy um, sports people going, oh, watching video games, and then immediately being shot down with, like, yeah, like, twice the number of people, what, like, three times, how many millions of people watched the final of League of Legends. Those to watch the Super Bowl or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it completely destroys them in, in, uh, in one fact. It's like, what's wrong with these people? Um, well, they're in the majority. What's wrong with you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's just more people watch this, so get used to it. <laughs> and also, Letcher Boogaloo says, 20, no, 20 November DDR version of the Olympics. <laughs> well... DDR for an Olympic sport. As what Double Cross also said as well. Cat, she said uh, DDR for the uh, DDR Olympics. It's like, goodness. That'll be interesting to see. That'll be physically challenging. <laughs> yeah, doing do multiple rounds of various things. Oh god. Yeah, that that'll be that'll How be would you how would you how would you like have I mean for, for quite a few games wouldn't be possible to have Olympic records or world records of I mean. mm. I could, I could see, like, oddly enough, like DDR being like a thing for like. Uh... DDR, DDR could anything that's fighter could. That would, yeah, I, I would see like that probably working, um, but yeah, something like I don't know, League of Legends or something like that. I'm not like, I don't think it would work out very well. <laughs> James, what do you think about your conclusion? Should esports become an Olympic event permanently, temporarily, or just no? No, it's not a good. It's not a good like. It's not a good idea. Have an event. Have a separate event for them. Organize loads of other different games to go with it. But one game as its own as an Olympic event. No, I don't see the point of it. If I'm honest. Fair enough. Fair enough. And I, I'm the same. I'm the same. I mean, <laughs> it's. 
yeah, it, it shouldn't honestly be an Olympic sport. Why would anyone think to put esports on that? Have it as its own thing. Keep it at like Evo. Keep it for like you know all the other like fighting tournaments as well, esports tournaments. And again, like if you if you want to see esports in an Olympics, they should make their own Olympic like like event so to say like two years before the summer or winter olympics so that's what kev says i mean that that would work amazingly well and you know but just teaming up with the ioc to try and like bring it in as as a sport i it i mean if it happens it happens we'll, we'll probably look at it and just see like how bad is this going to go or how you know how's it going to go in general if it's going to happen do it once and that's it just don't don't do it again because if you do it again i'm sure it's it's going to be a recipe for disaster so see how it yeah. goes and just no Ein <laughs> <laughs> says 10 bucks says uh the exports for japan is those hand rhythm games at their arcades <laughs> Like the speed, like the speedy hand games, like yes, so that that's probably like one of the exports. <laughs> See that for the Olympics. Imagine the skills the people do in order to like get like high score in that game is crazy. <laughs> so, Random genius says nightmare for 2024 Olympics. I mean, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? It'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens. Like you know what J Japan's pulled out for. Uh, for the Olympics in 2020. Olympics 2024? I don't know. There might be some new things that might come in. So just have to wait and see. <laughs> and on that note, I think we're going to go straight on with some more music. And then uh, we are then going to go on to our final topic. And then we're going to find out exactly which character has made it for the Throne of Games. By the way, guys, if you are new and you're just tuning into the podcast live, welcome to Tally Ho Show. And uh, we are going to get the poll up quickly. If you haven't voted yet, vote now for the Throne of Games. You have a choice between our current king, Sonic the Hedgehog, or our new challenger, Knights. Um, so vote away, and at the end of the show, we will announce the winner. Um, so we can say we're going to have some more music now. And this is a selection from Kevin. So, Kevin, what songs have you picked uh, for today's show? So, um, as we've mentioned, I work in virtual reality circles. So, I'm we're getting some pretty sweet music from Radial G, Combat Evolved. But before that, we're having a orchestrated version of a classic, a gaming classic, which is Turrican 2. And so we've got, um, which is uh, composed by Chris Hulsbeck, and we've got the music concerto for lasers and enemies following that we've got some radio g Ooh, so really good really good tunes coming up there so get ready guys for some more epic music as so you're listening to the tally ho show with me andy me james and with our special guest mr kevin even from last bit of continue enjoy concentro um concentro for laser and enemies uh the orchestral version and we will be back in just a little bit
and welcome back everyone to the Tally Ho Show. So what we had on, we had uh, Kev's uh, choices of songs, very good choices right there. We just had from Radial uh, G, it was Release the Kraken, and from Turrican 2, it's the orchestral version. It was uh, Concerto for Laser and Enemies, and that was very, very good choices of music indeed. Very good. I actually enjoyed the release the Kraken song. It's very like bobbing my head yeah. a little bit there. It's pretty good. Check, yeah, check, check out his um, his available on YouTube. Um, but definitely check out and check out the game if you if you have a VR headset. It's on, it's on PS4, isn't it? Uh, yeah. There's a, there is a version of most every VR it's major VR headset. Um, be it smartphone or PC or console based. Sweet. So yeah, check it out. I will make sure to do that when I get when I get a uh, VR headset for sure. Uh, we have just say we had Rim Rimito just uh, was in during the second discussion. So hello to you, sir. We also had Iron Yoshi who came in, but he's uh, left now. But um, good to see he came in. Mm. And we had FD FD came into uh, the chat as well. Hello to you, sir. Thanks for coming by. Hope you're having a great day. Uh, so now we're going to go straight on with our third and final topic. It's not a listener topic though, but. <coughs> If you would like to, anyone that's listening into the show, whether it be live or on the podcast, you can send in a uh, requested topic. In order to do that, if you're in the chat, type in exclamation mark tally ho, or one word, you'll get given an email address, our show email address, which is the tally ho show, all one word, at gmail.com. Send us a gaming related topic with the subject tally ho topic, and uh, we may discuss it on a future show. But because we have a guest on, we're going to be having a Kev's uh, topic for our third and final one. So, Mr. Eva, what is your topic for today? Uh, since I have to write an article about stuff, uh, <laughs> it's coming Tuesday. Um, and I could easily do my own suggestions, but. You know, I, I wanted to see how people who aren't necessarily as familiar with VR, uh, the ideas that they can come up with. The, suge- the topic today is people's suggestions for classic video games that could get a VR makeover. So, so we know. So there are some games out there that had this in certain ways, like. Uh, Rebellion brought Battlezone, a version of Battlezone, over to VR. And there's games like Payday 2, which have VR compatibility, and Skyrim and Fallout 4, uh, and Doom has had its own version. But I'm interested in what games you think would make a excellent virtual reality experience get a new lease of life could be something very old it could be something very new what are your thoughts well we have mr edge in the chat who just said pokemon vr please (laughs) well we've got pokemon ar kinda technically with um whatever it's called pokemon go that's true yeah but proper virtual reality immerse proper immersive uh, VR would be interesting I could now, I, I, hmm. after you, now, are you when you're saying that though um, what, are you talking about uh, a, like a general Pokemon game like you would have with red and blue and etc etc or something that would be more like the battle games the battle related games 
like Pokemon Stadium Battle Revolution yeah. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. They're, those ones. The other one whose name I can't remember. But uh, those ones. Is it that one or is it, so is, it the, is it the general Pokemon game or is it one of the battle games? I'm just curious. I mean, I could see like an adventure game, but when you say like the battles types games, that would probably work more, to be honest. Um, because you had to put in a lot of like work in to make like a big adventure title. So I, I would say maybe a Pokemon battle style game would work well with VR. And it, it would be interesting to see when you're like, you put the headset on and you're looking around and there's just like, you select your Pokemon. And then there's like, there's a battle arena and it's like, select your Pokemon. You open up like your inventory, like which one are you going to go? Mm. And you actually throw the ball and then you're just picking the moves and stuff. And then it's like, as opposed to like picking, like touching the pad, like the virtual pad to see like what move you can do. You just shout out the move and then your Pokemon does it. That would just be, that would be you, exciting. You could do, you could do voice recognition. You could also do gesture recognition with that. So you could like do various signals with, with like fingers or, like, or you know, with your arm movements that could uh, signify various moves. And you could do that without because there's an aspect, there's an aspect there. Uh, it could be on, it could be done online with that as well. It could be live battling. I, I would like that. That would be amazing. Live battling would be um, pretty decent, though. It would be. Mm. Uh, general games, so general adventure games, you would say. General adventure games. Mister Bedard is of a proper full VR experience of because there is a sort of VR version of Portal, uh, but it, it's a level within something else. Is that? Really? Uh, yes. Oh, what was it? I need to look this up. Uh, uh, Portal Stories. Oh. Portal Stories VR. Um, All right. Well, it's like it's got ten. It's ten new puzzles. It sort of takes place. It is properly within the game. It is sort of. It's sort of official, unofficial. You know, one of those ones. Um. And there's there's a lot going on in there, but it's not proper proper. But yeah, portal put, VR portal would be great. The only problem with that um, is that with all the big flung around you get, you would need to do. You'd be very liable for motion sickness if it wasn't made properly. Mm. Um, yeah. I know. I got one though. What about? Do you guys remember playing the old? Uh... Stein 3D games. Which games? Uh, Wolfenstein 3D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good old. Yeah, what about that as a what about that as a VR game? Because you shouldn't really. Uh, it'd be nice to sort of because I know you get like the little um, you get the mini games as as a, as a mini game. Uh, Wolfenstein: uh, The New Order. But imagine that as a VR set where you're actually uh, basically walking around. Um, I'm a little surprised actually that. The likes of Bethesda haven't done that as like a mini because it's, it's, it is you're right it's the sort of thing that they do like the, the games is to have the other games in there or some sort of representation mm. that harks back to them. I'm quite surprised that they they haven't done a version of Wolfenstein which isn't in which is in VR because it would be a I I, ha I hesitate to say easy thing to do but. In terms of 
implementing it, I think it would be relatively um, less demanding in terms of resources and would be an interesting way for them to learn about VR themselves because um, developers are still learning all this stuff. Mm. Yeah. yeah interesting it's, side it's project. Okay. It will be like, it's always, because I know like normal days where they're trying to make it a 3D experience, all that stuff, and trying to make it realistic as possible. Whereas Wolfenstein 3D was made not to be realistic, but to, just to be a game. That in fact, you're just walking around, turning left and right. Mm. There's no need to have, like, worry about what's yeah. above you, what's below you sort of thing. I think you're, you're probably right. That'll be a, uh, that might be a way to introduce people into creating VR games. Yeah. Also, it would be very good uh, promotional tool for promoting the new Colossus, of course, which is the second yeah, or, of the newer games. Or maybe they can make it in regards to games that are coming out now. This one, the next one, is going to probably be a third in the series because I, I'm pretty sure there will be a third Wolfenstein. They could perhaps make it as that, as like you say, a market employ for the release of the third one, whatever that might be. It'd be interesting to see, like, because, I mean, like you say, you, you have, like, Doom as a VR game, which is interesting. So, I mean, like, if, if Doom can do it, I wouldn't I wouldn't see a problem seeing Wolfenstein uh, be made into, like, a, a like a mini v, a VR game, so to say. Mm. Uh, with, I mean, with regard to Doom, I mean, it's one of the things that people um, get a bit mixed up about. It is a new game, Doom VR. <laughs> It is it is something that's within the storyline of the uh, of the uh, more of the 2016 Doom. But it is it is a new game. It is it is not an adaption at all. Mm-hmm. Interesting, interesting. Earthheart's just jumped into the chat. Hello there to you, sir. Hope you are well. Hope you are well. I think you'll find it it will be heavily dependent on the sales of Doom VR. Is what he says. Oh yes. Interesting. There's also uh, the of Genius Forty Two has actually put well Ace Attorney VR as well. Now that would probably be pretty good. Uh, no, in a Ace, uh, sort of an Ace Attorney fan. That I would love to be able to shout out objection, hold it, take that, and just actually rub it in the prosecutor's face. It would be funny if you did that as live Ace Attorney VR. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> but, but, it's, but, but it's one thing that would be very, very good for part of the Ace Attorney games in VR would actually be the examining of the evidence. Yeah, because I know you've had to, well, the free, for the 3DS system, you actually have to use the buttons, you have to be really precise to mm. actually have that evidence in your hand see, like, to examine it. That would be pretty a good way for VR to be useful. Mm. I could see that happening with Ace Attorney. That would be pretty, pretty sweet to see. Hopefully, even if they took, even if they took the like the original trilogy and made that like VR, just sort of like a starting point. Yeah, I, I mean, if if they went with that route, I could see that happening. That they start with the original trilogy, maybe do it as an anniversary special, like you know, make make a VR trilogy special and just see how it goes on from there. And then if it goes well, then maybe make a brand new Ace Attorney game, like VR exclusive. So. Wait, wait and see on that. Maybe you just have to see what the future brings, especially with like if we see have classic titles be put onto virtual reality. Uh, Electric Boogaloo says jumping flash is perfect for PSVR. Uh, he also says gravity rush VR has to happen. First person Spyro mm-hmm. the Dragon, and he also says seriously a jumping flash remake for PSVR is already perfect. It's first person anyway. 
Um, I actually had to look up Jumping Flash. I had no idea what a Jumping Flash was. <laughs> um, which probably, and I very much doubt the Sony remembers either, frankly. Um, first person Spyro the Dragon VR. Um, mm. I don't know. I, I, I'd prefer them to get third person right first, I think, before I want them to yeah, start worrying yeah. about first person. I could I agree on that. I mean, it's like, interesting concept, but I I don't know if it would work. I honestly don't know if that would work, first person Spyro VR. Uh, well, here's a suggestion for you. Metroid Prime. Ooh. In VR. Now. Yes. Oh, would you do that when she goes to the ball for because um, all you're literally seeing is the ball, the ground, back of side, up. I think what you what, what you would do is probably, I think if you turn into the ball, they would just say like, okay, now maybe like sit down or crouch or something like that to be in that ball. Yeah, crouch to turn into the ball. Yeah, yeah. That would work. That I could, I could, if, if Nintendo decides to get out of the Labo stage and get it to VR, <laughs> then uh, if they stop playing with cardboard and focus on like, you know, Virtual reality, then yeah. That's the mm. yeah. Uh, yeah. We, it's we... one of those things with Nintendo. It's I have great fun poking fun at Nintendo about. This was a different new ammunition for you then, surely with the lab. Oh, it's it, no, it's also much new ammunition. It, it's 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 the fact that they have they have no idea. Um, what one part of the company does not agree with the other part of the company they are completely split down the middle so in all these um the, the financial calls that they have in japan about they kept getting asked about vr and they go oh look and they're oh yes we'll do the investors yeah we're looking into it looking into it and at the same time miyamoto's going and then you've got reggie who's just like nope <laughs> nope. <laughs> VR, VR, nope vr is boring Nope. <laughs> it's just so funny that none of them can get on stage with this at oh, all. Um, like... So yeah, that's that's that would be really fun. Um, Strauss's Monster Hunter World. Monster Hunter World VR. Freaking good. Hunting, hunting various. That would monsters. be good. I, I'm I, kind I, of this point. I've never played Monster uh, mon any of the Monster Hunters. Oh god, you're missing out. Neither no, have I. But Monster I can World. certainly agree with. That would be really good. Is gorgeous, yeah. and I would love to see that come out like PSVR exclusive. You, you'd sell, you'd sell me on getting a PSVR straight away. <laughs> can we not have it? As, can we not have it as an exclusive? I have to do with the comments of people on articles saying how much they hate everybody because it's an exclusive. Well, yeah, that's true. That's and true. how you're killing the industry. Make, make it exclusive for the first six months, and then put it into PC once the PC uh, version works. Well, they're, they're kind of trying. I think that was the kind of the idea with Rizzy, Rizzy Evil 7. Yeah. But that, that was like a 12 month thing, but the 12 months has come and gone and we've not seen the PC version. <laughs> so. It's probably mm. still in works, maybe, I, I would assume. Mm. Yeah. Mr. Bonato says VR headset plus co console controller movement support for Payday 2. So do heist. Uh, that, that, or, that already exists. Ah. Uh, so I mentioned Payday 2 at the start. There's ready. Uh, support for that with oh console console specific yeah, yeah I, su I suspect they're doing that they're, it's, it's more supporting PC at the moment because of um, their involvement with the Star VR headset uh, which is by Starbreeze um, themselves 
which is more for arcade stuff, really, than anything like that. Um, I think there is, like, PC, other PC headsets support involved. Uh, it's still kind of early, but they, but it looks, from what I've seen of it, it looks really good. Mm. Yeah. Um, but, so there's that scare. The uh, Star VR is now half and half between them and Ace. Random VR facts for you. There's, wait, PC version has VR. Yes, it has. There was there, there was a reason they had that VR headset in as that. It's it's uh, yeah, check it out. It's in the most in the patch notes. It's quite a major announcement. There you go. There you go. Some new knowledge. Earthheart says I want to try Danganronpa VR. I just need a PSVR headset for my PS4. There's a Danganronpa VR. I did not notice. Uh, there is at least one Danganronpa. Well. I, I do enjoy playing a bit of Danganronpa, so uh, or watching a bit of Danganronpa. So I, I need, may have to get that. May have to get that for sure. Um, as I say, um, I think we talked about a lot of people, what they were saying in the um, in the chat, what they wanted. Um, guys, is, is there anything specific like you want to see? Uh, to be honest, I'm more, looking f- I'm more looking forward to the fact that Ace Combat... Ace Combat VR... That's what I'm looking forward to seeing. That would be that. I say we've talked about that uh, many times on other episodes, and yes, uh, I wouldn't mind seeing an Ace Combat um, game be put onto virtual reality. That'd be. That's something. what I think. I think the next game has actually been confirmed for VR. So there you go. Save up your money, James, and buy a VR headset. That's the plan. Dog fight your way to victory. <laughs> <laughs> I personally would love to see a Star Fox VR. I mean, if Nintendo decides to, like, get out of, you know... It's own ass. Yes. <laughs> Let's words, be honest here. Took, took the words right out of my mouth, Kev. If, uh, yeah, if, you know, pull their finger outside their backsides um, and jump into the VR world, I would love to see a Star Fox VR game. Be, like, part of the R-Wing flying around trying to defeat Star Wolf, trying to fight enemies, facing Andros. Hell Yeah. I would love that. That'd be fantastic. I, I would. Per, that would just be such a great feel, feeling, being piloting an R-wing and de- defeating Andros. That'd be like amazing. So maybe can't let you do that, VR Fox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like quick, do a barrel roll. I mean, you get motion sickness. Do a barrel. Oh god. Do a barrel. Do a barrel roll. You have to do like multiple barrel rolls in order to deflect like lasers, and you get at the end of it, you just throw up. It's funny, funny though, James. It's funny though, James Bench. Seven. I really want to try Ace Combat. I'm not I've no interest in the previous games, but the fact that it it looks how it looks, and they've clearly put a lot of effort into trying to make this right. I yeah. really want to see that. I love uh, to. Been a huge Ace Combat fan since I first started playing games. I think Zero, uh, Ace Combat Zero, is probably one of the best games I've ever played, and uh, the soundtrack as well. Yeah, every single game seems to have the soundtrack has been you know, amazing. I loved it. The fact they said uh, the new one was coming out, I thought, oh, that'd be pretty decent. I'm looking forward to this one in VR. <gasps> okay, gotta buy, gotta, oh. save up, gotta save money, gotta get a VR now. <laughs> <laughs> Just for that one experience, even if it's for one level, and I'm absolutely rubbish at it, I can at least sit down. I can at least try and sit down in an aircraft. Uh, exactly. Because, because there's, I mean, one of the other things you've got to remember about VR is that 
yes, it may seem a bit strange about, you know, you're moving up and down and running around, but you've got games like Sprint Vector, where it's very much, you know, running around and lots and lots of movement. And there's tools like, because we mentioned this in our previous chat, actually, and James was very interested in the possibility of this, if I remember rightly, which is the idea of an omnidirectional treadmill. Yeah, I remember, yeah, I said that. That's time around. Yeah, uh, which is, um, if you if you vaguely remember the 90s with the, um, uh, with the big, uh, what are they called? Uh, with the big VR headsets, um, of the virtuality headsets, that was it, that was what I mean. Yeah. Um, with the with like the you know, you're, you're in some like with a big hoop around you. There's they're kind of the same as that, is it much more thinned down and they've got like a slippy surface. Mm. So you put in the special shoe and you sort of run by sort of moving your feet without lifting them and, and moving backwards and you're sort of held around the waist. Um, so you're moving you're physically moving. Yeah. And that's and that and that's all tracked. Um, but of course, there's also various things in like where, warehouse VR and, and things as well, which are, which can be done, and some of which you touched on last week's show, which you can still watch slash listen to uh, either on Twitch or on the, uh, the SoundCloud. SoundCloud? Yes. SoundCloud. Yeah, SoundCloud. But check check that out because that was uh, really interesting about the uh, possibilities of arcades for VR. Yeah, no. I say we I say we talked about it on the last episode. I. If if they bring VR, I mean, I say it's big in Japan, but if they if they bring it to the West, as I say, VR arcade, um, video arcades will probably be booming again, which which would be good to see. So, yeah, it's a rival. Exactly. It's it's, it's um, a big thing for Namco Bandai or Bandai Namco, I should say. Um, so so it's it's funny that uh, <laughs> at that exact moment, Electric Boogaloo. Of Funk says also Pac-Man VR, uh, but it's a very big thing in uh, Japan with the VR zone, um, which they've got a very big uh, arcade out there with all manner of things and uh, experiences for things like Gundam and Evangelion and Dragon Ball, um, and that's also where the Mario Kart VR experience is. And they've started bringing these uh, like VR zone portals over to the UK. There's at the at Hollywood Bowl um, venues in the UK, and there's two at the minute. One of which is in Tunbridge Wells, and one of which is at the O2 in London. Mm. And they are expanding more and more. There, there's plans to bring out more of them across 2018. So it's it's happening. It's happening. There's things like, um, like, the, like there's a, there's a there's a series of VR games, ar- arcade style games, uh, being made about the rabbits, for instance. Mm. An actual series. That's lots of stuff going on. Yes. Also, yes, uh, pterodactyl nightmare. Yes, that's <laughs> that's been remade. That's been remade. <laughs> <laughs> but as I say, it's good to see that you know they're having like small pockets of like like these like VR arcade experiences happening in parts of the West. Let's say in the UK, I don't think it's happening in America. I, I, there might be some like in the US as well. There's a gro- like, there's growing every week in the honest to goodness. There's That's all brilliant. sorts. 
So here's hoping. There's, and Canada as well. Oh, Canada. I haven't heard anything in Vancouver, so it must be like maybe Toronto or um, Montreal, most probably. Looks like you got to go visit some uh, Toronto then, mate. Yeah, I'm going to have to take a trip to, to the east to, try, to do some VR experience. It's going to be fun. <laughs> and meet <laughs> and, and meet friends as well. <laughs> for, the sake of, for the sake of gaming. Yeah, for the sake of gaming, I'm going to Toronto. That's it. Where would you like it to be? Well, I would like to have it in Vancouver, but, you know, it's... I, I haven't heard any news about it because there's a lot of people in like um, people that I know in Vancouver in the gaming industry and if they if there was anything with VR they would have like said something right away right uh, <laughs> wait there for uh, a short period of time okay right okay so there are venues there are Canada venue Canadian, uh, Hamilton Toronto uh, Winnipeg it's a little bit closer to me. <laughs> Middle uh, of the Le- Lethbridge. That's in Alberta. That's the province next to me. Calgary. Oh, I'm taking a bus to Calgary. 18-hour trip. Worth it. <laughs> Red, Red, Red Deer. Yep. Edmonton. Okay. There's like a, a, a string of them. There's a whole bunch around Toronto, naturally enough. Um, but there's also, there's also one in New York as well. Is there, is there anyone in BC? Anyone in British Columbia? None in British Columbia at the moment, but okay. they are still expanding. Are still this, expanding. That, that, that is just the one I've looked up that I remember the name of. Okay. So that's, that's Control. Must have known you were there, Andy. What's that, Jen? That's Control. Must have known you were there. Yeah. No, I can't. Stay away from British Columbia. Stay away from British Columbia. It's a random Brit that wants to play VR games. We can't let him do that. <laughs> Well, I'm taking a trip up to Calgary then, because that's like the closest city to me. That's uh, we could be able to do VR. Edge heads heads yeah. Toronto, you say? Heads to airport with Hello Kitty racing signs. <laughs> Screw you! <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Never, never playing that game again. Um, there was also some other games quickly, and then we'll go for a quick conclusion. Um, as I, Earthheart says, like, wait, Andy's played Duncan Rumpel. I played a bit of it, but I've watched mostly uh, people play it, and I want to get straight into like the game uh, a whole lot more. And then Kevin, our little chat just said Cyber Duncan Rumpel VR, the Clash Trial. So that's the VR game, which I need to have a look at more information on that, just to, just to see what it's all about. And uh, Random Genius says, Flings Monokuma at Andy. Thank you very much for that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't really want Monokuma like, coming at me. Um, Edge also says, We have Andy. We have got Virtual Reality Star Fox. It's called Star Fox Zero. <laughs> yes, but the controls are very bad in that game, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> but yeah, and then Electra just quickly says, Well, you can technically play Crash Bandicoot in VR uh, through PSVR's cinematic mode. That's something I did not know about. So that's that's interesting to say the least. So maybe I'm guessing you could probably do that if the new Spyro remastered game comes out. That would be uh, be interesting to see. If you do that PSVR, play Spyro in cinematic mode. Mm. Crazy. So anyway, guys, as I say, we're going to go for a quick conclusion. Um, so we'll start off with Kev again. So what uh, games would you like to see mainly? Um, uh, classic games for VR titles. Well, now that I've said it, and even though I'm not a massive fan of the series in the slightest, Metroid Prime VR—it's that sort of. I mean, one of the other things is um, if anyone plays Eve, anyone plays Eve, there is a number of VR games, notably Eve Valkyrie, um, 
which is in the same universe, it's, 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 it's part of the same continuity and everything that's going on, and it's absolutely amazing. Any kind of space game, uh, like a classic, like, like a Wing Commander in VR, I'd love to see. And heck, I'd like to see Wing Commander even remembered by anyone. That would be a good thing to start with. <laughs> um, but now that I've said that, just for the sheer atmosphere that you would have, and just be immersed in all, all that's going on around you in terms of the sights and the sounds, the Metroid universe would be amazing. It would be. It would be. I, I mean, if, like I say, if Nintendo gets their head out of their backsides, maybe that'll happen. Maybe that'll happen. <laughs> hang, on, I've just, hang on, I've just got a, me- I've just got a message from... No. He got a message from Reggie. He's yeah. listening into the show. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> he knows. He knows. Wait, wait, wait a minute. If he's listening, that means Reggie's the colonel. What? <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. I got a, a perfect jingle for this. Kev, say that again. Reggie's the colonel. There we go. <laughs> Hello, I'm Colonel Standards. Herbs, spices, taking names and kicking ass, and I know, like and making games about chicken. Yes, coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the KFC training cooking tutorial game coming soon to Nintendo Switch. Switch, <laughs> yeah. With cardboard representation of chicken. Yes, the labo. <laughs> Make your own la- labo chicken, and then just yeah, <laughs> do do some. <laughs> Oh right, yeah. make your own, make your own cardboard chicken, and oh right, we didn't really finish food, did we? Yeah, no, 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 we didn't. James, your games or for the classic games of VR titles, what would you want to see? Uh, I'd like to say, as I said before, Wolf, uh, Wolfenstein 3D for uh, VR would probably be good. There is something else I've just realised as well. How about a VR version of Five Nights at Freddy's? No, because it's 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 scary enough as it is. Just pressing the control. Imagine in VR. People will fall back from their seats and have an actual heart attack. So that it, would, it would be fun to see. It would be good, but I would not play it. Sorry, that's just not uh, me. Oh, I'm up for that. I, would, I, I would that very, that. I would be very concerned. Now that VR's a standalone VR, for those of you who aren't familiar with what's going on, and you should go to VRFocus.com to find out more and stay up to date. Um, Advertisement! 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 Shilling! There's... You should... uh, Everything's going to standalone VR now, which is to say uh, it's untethered, it's wireless. That's that's the next phase. That's all happening this year with all manner of things. Um... I think if something like Five Nights at Freddy's with <laughs> with its you know it's all about jump scares, I think we might be seeing a lot of injuries in, in with that combined with standalone VR. Yes, it, it would be interesting, it would and be. I imagine somebody, would... a developer with that kind of creativity and and you know outside the box thinking, doing something in VR would be very interesting. See as a final product. Just saying that anyone out there who is thinking about designing one of these, I will happily. I may shit myself. I may be scared out of my wits, but I will do it. <laughs> I will only do I it. Say... If... I was gonna say I, I would only do it if people request it for me. <laughs> I wouldn't do it myself. <laughs> there we are, guys. Here we are for your 250th stream. Hell no. <laughs> I, 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 I... 
Although there is a game called Wilson's Heart. Oh God. In VR, which is, which is a horror game. Oh God. Um, the of Twisted Pixel Games, that's an interesting one. I'll link there so you can, it's very stylistic in terms of what's going on. And it's like, uh, yeah, let's, let's, let's see you do Wilson's Heart at some point down the line my, when you've got a VR headset. My heart, As, uh, okay. <laughs> your heart. Well done. As the hospital hauntings intensify, a fellow patient traverse increasingly maddening corridors, solving <laughs> frightening environmental hazards, and work together to defeat the sinister inhabitants in your pursuit to reveal who stole your heart. And why? That does sound pretty spooky, spooky and interesting. Got Peter Weller in it from RoboCop, so there's a Peter Weller is it? Okay, Uh, I will. uh... (laughs) I may consider buying the game. I'll just get the headset first, and then we're good to go. (laughs) Uh, It's 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 only on Oculus Rift. Oh, only Oculus Rift, not uh, not Vive. Uh, no, I think it was something that was that it had Oculus Studios involved. Oh, That's okay. Probably the reason why. Just like yes, as what Ein says, better save up for an Oculus Rift. Looks like it. Looks like it. Better save that up, indeed. Mm. Also, Greenies just jumped into the chat. Tally, how to you, lady? How are you? Hope you're well and good. But mm. yeah, no uh, version of Five Nights at Freddy's would be, I mean, interesting to see. And let's say Wilson's heart. I, I'll, I'll probably look into this and see how it goes. Edge says, Hello Kitty VR, please. Um, no, get out of there. Leave. <laughs> please get out of the stream. <laughs> um, for me, I would say Star Fox VR. Again, Nintendo, please make that happen because that would be absolutely amazing. Being Fox McCloud, piloting the R Wing, and just, just going kicking ass in the Lilac system would be absolutely amazing. Have to say. <laughs> and on that note, because um, we're going way over the overtime, we're actually going to be under three hours. Holy crud. It's insane. And Electric says Night Trap VR, please. That'll be interesting. Night Trap VR. Yes. Like, how. <laughs> like looking at the cameras and seeing if you've seen someone's boat. I'm going to need to nip off very soon. Yes, we're going to end this off right now. We're going to do the ending. Oh, before we go, before you do that, there is a thing that I'd like you to put up on the stream. Because if if you can see this, if you can see the live stream, you'll see my my, uh, little avatar there. Last Minute Continue has um, a thing where the logo is, well, it's my face. It's Pac-Man, basically, given there is. Um, and there's also various other character gaming characters as the ghosts. And there's uh, all the people who are on Last Minute Continue are represented as pack characters in some way or another. There has yet to be a pack Andy. Until now! Oh my god. There's a pack Andy. There's a pack Andy. There's a, a pack Andy. And I'll you to put that up so people can see. That is the oh. candy. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, well, that is brilliant. Okay, give, give me a sec. I will quickly put this on here. Whilst I'm doing <laughs> that, though, I will transition the music because it's now time for the Throne of Games. Why are you doing that, Matt? Addy, do you want me to announce the winners? Uh, yes, do, do that, please. That'd be great. That's no problem. Okay, guys, so... Tonight. So, as you've seen from the beginning, at our Throne of Game competition, it was Knights who was decided to take on our current king, Sonic the Hedgehog. 
for the right to be called the king or queen of the of the throne of games. And uh, we've had a lot of competition right now with 49 votes. I hope you're ready to hear this. Okay, Andy. Just, yeah, give me give me one sec. Let, here we go, guys. That that's it. That's me. <laughs> you got my baggy eyes and everything. Perfect. <laughs> Amazing, and thank you very much, like Kev and Double Cross, for that. That is fantastic. Oh, brilliant, <laughs> Mr. Bernardo. Do you mean Pack Sharp? Pack Pat Sharp. Oh no, <laughs> no, <laughs> not Pat Sharp. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> no. Thank you very much for that, Cat. That's absolutely amazing. I love it. Love it the bits. Thank you so much indeed for that, good lady. Okay, James. You pack sharp, Jesus. Would you like to announce the winner of the Throne of Games? I am going to announce the winner right now. Drum roll, please. The winner is... Oh, Sonic the Hedgehog has been dethroned. Knights is the winner with 65% of the vote. At last! <laughs> Oh, goodness. There you go. Your votes did da, it. Da, da, da. Da, 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 da. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, oh, great. And Andy, because it means you're going to have to play. You're going to have to say this and play the uh, night theme tune or a victory theme for them. Yes, I, I do have a song. We've got, we've got an OC remix to play uh, for Night Center Dreams. So uh, let me just... I'm just trying to find something quick. So if I can't find a little jingle to, uh, to end it off, which I don't think I can. So that's a shame. But we'll, we, will play, we will play a song uh, for our new king slash queen at the throne of games. Congratulations to Knights. And congratulations, Kev, for uh, dethroning Sonic off the Thank you for dethroning him. <laughs> I built you up, Hedgehog. Now you've been taken down. <laughs> Don't forget Knights, everybody. <laughs> yes, indeed. So what I'm going to do, actually, I wonder, let me just quickly just check my Sega folder to see if I actually have some songs for Knights of the Dreams. Uh, we do have, is that the one? Yes, it is. Uh, we're actually going to play a remix because it's very good. It is the Dream Dreams theme song, but it's um, a remix by Akuma, Gel, Akuma Joe Belmont, who is very, very good at making remixes. So we're going to play that. I think that's a very fitting, very fitting to, uh, to play on this. So I've got the song all ready to go, which is perfect. So as I say, guys, James is going to be, James is going to be defending uh, the new King Slash Queen of the Front of Games, Knights, um, on the next episode, which is actually going to be, we're going to be having a bit of a hiatus. The next show is going to be happening on March 25th. That's episode four. So uh, make sure to put that in your calendars. And I'm going to be finding a new character to pick. And I do have an idea who I'm going to be having for uh, for the Throne of Games. So be prepared, James. Be prepared. Oh, I'm, gonna, oh, I'm ready. I'm now bringing out the big guns. <laughs> Kev, I might need your assistance in the next one, in case you don't think... Oh, that's okay. If, if, he's, if he's big gun was Sonic, and he's don't, don't do the big guns, that's, uh... Well... Yeah, well, we'll, we'll see about that. We'll see, we'll see about that. <laughs> 
So <laughs> on that note now, because we, we need to get going because it's almost three hours and we need to get the show up and done. That is it. That is the end of episode three. He's bringing his waifu. Well, what what are the waifus? <laughs> that's, all, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying on that. At the end, that is the end of episode three of the Tally Ho Show. James, as ever, thank you so much for coming on and being an amazing host on the show. Thanks for bringing me on, Paul. As always, it's been fantastic. And thank you as well. Very special big thanks to Mr. Kevin Eva from Last Minute to Continue coming on as our first ever guest of the show. Great to have you on. Hope you enjoyed yourself, sir. Thank you very much. I did enjoy myself. Don't worry, folks. The guests are only up from here. It's it's already we've we've made it to the top with you, Kev. So it's all good. <laughs> you you made you made it you made it humongous, and it's been a pleasure to have you. So thank when you, you very come, much for coming on. When you finally get yourself rich and famous, you it all started with the. You know. <laughs> I, I will remember. I will remember. <laughs> and be sure, guys, as well. I just posted a link to lastminutecontinue.com in the chat, and that will be on the description as well. So be sure to go into lastminutecontinue.com for Let's Plays, news, reviews, and all the other amazing stuff that happens on that amazing, uh, amazing team. Indeed. Speaking of which, I'm off. I need to do prep for a live stream that's happening very soon. Okay, bye, yeah. everybody. Thanks for thanks for having me on, guys. No worries, Kev. Take, take care. Alrighty, so yeah, there goes Mr. Kev. He has to go do a stream, and we're going to end off right now. So as I say, we are going to be playing a song for our new king slash queen of the front of games, and it's going to be. Uh, let me just grab the information quick. Uh, it's a song, Night's Lucid Dreams. Uh, it is a uh, Dreams Dreams Disco Night Mix uh, made by Akuma Gel Belmont and Level 99. So hopefully you enjoy that, guys. And uh, it's to say, next show is going to be on March 25th. That is going to be episode four. Um, so once again, thank you all so much for coming in, listening to the Tally Ho Show, whether you're listening to this live on Twitch TV or on the podcast via SoundCloud. I have been Andy. I have been James. And uh, until next time, which will be March 25th for episode four. Have a very good rest of your day, and we'll speak to you all very, very soon. Take care, and bye-bye for now. Tally-ho!
Luigi, number one.